Yeah, this is Joe of Indiana, I'm guest too. What's going on, brother? How are you today? Good, how you doing? Good, good, good. You know, I just got on the talk show, drank a couple of beers earlier, now I'm just here hanging out with, you know, see who joins in, have a good time, you know, enjoy the moment. Cool. So, uh, <clears throat> did you get to listen to the first a little bit of a while ago? Uh, that, um, the last recording that was like 50 minutes long or whatever, that one? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that only had that little bit of information in the front in the you know, the beginning of it. But yeah, that was uh <laughs> that story was something else, but it, it really got me thinking. It I mean it's it's actually legitimate. I mean if you make a claim on something and you're asking people, Hey, do you have any objection to this? I'm laying claim to it, they don't say anything. They can't come at you later and say, Hey, you know, you stole that or whatever. Though as funny as the story sounds, as outrageous as it sounds, I mean it's actually, it's it's lawful. I mean I I don't know what would happen if somebody tried it, but you know until until, until one tries it out, you know, how does one know, you know? Right. But but you know, I, like this whole Back to the Future episode is pretty much going back to the past. I mean, I, I'm I'm literally playing old recordings from like seven years ago. Um, some valuable information, I believe. You know, I, I've used it myself. I, I'm still using it at this moment. It's from a guy known as Batman. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, and um, I've been doing this since I was uh, 16, and my first uh, juvenile case was uh, 17 years old, and I and I did what I had to do, and the judge, the judge opened up the gates towards heaven towards me. I mean, I was like, wow, like I was. I even have the I even have the recording on YouTube, which I'm gonna play, you know, right now. Yeah, that's soon. cool. You know, it's um, uh, and pretty much, you know, I come I came back, you know, uh, to these talk shows, and it's like, you know, I see I'm I'm on Angela Stark's call, and it's like I'm on everybody else's call, and it's sorry, it's the same, it's the same thing still, you know, they're still figuring it out, and there's, you know, and if we keep it simple, you know, keep it simple, as in like, you know, we bring everything, everybody you know, learns or everything. But now we all keep it to the least common denominator. You know, we mm-hmm. simplify we simplify it now. Right. And, and, and now that, you know, allegedly, you know, so-called that we know this stuff, it's now we can use it for their benefit and for our benefit, in my beliefs. Mm-hmm. 
there's a maxim called ignorance of the law is no excuse. You know, allegedly in their books. Now, could it be true, you know, that the law is written in everybody's heart? Therefore, how can one ignore the law if everybody knows the law? And pretty much it all comes down to the, you know, the same, the, the same point and the same, the same thing, you know, it's, uh, we just want to help our brothers out when we go into court, you know, meet the one who's, uh, making the claim that there's a so-called claim on the, on the name. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if there's no one there, I mean, well, I mean, what else does anything else matter? You know, the, the whole UCC, all these secure party, everything else, what does that matter if you have yet to meet the one? was making the claim you see it's like right. it's all in my in my belief in my humble opinion it's all smoke and mirrors to get us to get us off point which is you know to to so-called you know get to the bottom of it you know the truth is obsolete in my beliefs and the way you're mm-hmm. gonna the way you're gonna do that you know is by asking hey you know when can i meet the when can i meet the one who's making that claim Right. Yeah, I mean, you're right. That's It starts <clears throat> right there. And from then on, either we try to hold the law or they try to push their color law crap. So you're right. I mean, it's, it, we, everything can be stopped and should be stopped right there. It's like the whole, it's like the movie, the, it's like movies, the movie The Matrix, you know, and you at the end was trying to stop, you know, he stopped all the bullets. And then he came to realize, hey, he woke up from the dead. You know, so-called everybody's dead, allegedly, corporations, mm-hmm. you know, dead corpse. He woke up from the dead and he realized something. Hey, this shit ain't real. The fuck do I got to worry about? And he fucking got up, stood from the ground, and stopped all those bullets. And then the agents went out running. And then somehow Neo got into this guy's so-called body, which is like the mind, allegedly, the way the way I think about it. And he got him to think, you know, oh, wait, you know, all the questions he were asking could be true. But I'm led to believe the answers are in the questions. You know, the the, the judges mm-hmm. do that all the time. The judges do that to us all the time. You know, I, I, I've been to court, you know, I see how everybody's case gets dealt. Hey, are you the, are you so-and-so, you know, the name? Are you, are you, uh, uh, so you know, the legal name? Are you so-and-so, the legal name? And people say, right. yeah. If they they go and say yeah that's my name well then then the, there they go you know the, yeah, well, they, the, <laughs> the, the I know they, go ahead they lost the minute they stood up <laughs> when they said all yeah. rise they left when they lost right there exactly you know they gave you know they listened to the military command and apparently you know they gave up jurisdiction and you know they they're claiming the name pretty much when they stand up hey it's like you you know when they say you for example yeah. Who the fuck is you, you know? You talking to me? You talking to the public? Or you talking to your invisible rabbit Harvey there, you know? Yeah. I love those games. I had a judge like that one time, well, a magistrate, and uh, I had her back in the middle corner. I Actually, what happened was it's the first time that I ever didn't cross the bar. I was real polite. <clears throat> I was nervous as hell, but I didn't know what to do as far as how to what I was going to do with the guy. All I knew is I didn't, I didn't want to go to jail, you know? So I, I told her, I said, I, I'm not going to cross your, your bar here. I said, I, I mean, you know, no disrespect to anybody behind the bar. I said, I'm doing this for jurisdiction reasons. 
And uh, I, you know, I did the whole thing. I stood his man and I told him, hey, you know, it's my allegiance, blah blah blah. Anyway, they ended up issuing later on a uh, a failure to appear. But uh, it was funny because she kept trying to uh, get me to answer to the name, and uh, I got out of that. I did real well in that one. <laughs> Good shit, brother. It's funny though when you see them, they get so frustrated because they don't know what to do. They're they're so used to everybody going in front of them and just doing what they want, you know. Yeah. But you know, that's what I've been. You know, that's that's exactly what I've what I the way I see it. Is everybody goes in there and says, "Yeah, that's me, that's me." So they get kind of used to. If anything, they kind of get kind of bored just doing the same shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. But when they get somebody like you going in there and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm here for the matter. Who's making the claim?" Oh, now everything, now everything has to, you know, everything stops for a second. Right, and, I've been, and then we're you know, last do, in line after that. <laughs> there you go, yeah, they they say, wait, then they say, uh, stand by, uh, we'll save you till the end. And the next yep. thing you know, next thing you know, you're from, your name starts with the A, now you're all the way to Z. And yeah. I, I had a judge, I had a judge, too, the same judge always does that. Same judge always, when I go home in there, she's all like, well, since today I feel like I'm going to start from Z to the A. Because the, the last thing that I, the last thing that I use is, uh, starts with the A. So, uh, so, uh, what's it called? Um, they, the judge says, you know, today I feel like I'm going to start from, instead of starting from A through Z, today I feel like I'm going to start from Z through A. <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, it's a pretty cool, I mean, the way I see it now, it's just like, ah, you know, have have fun with it, enjoy it, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know how else I can put it to to the people out there, it's like, I'm not, you know, it's all fucking good, you know? <laughs> yeah, they, they tend to like to arrest me, that's so I, usually I try to never go to court, I just try to get things going through the mail, <clears throat> which I've doesn't been, always work out, but I'm getting better at it. There you go, brother. You know, I have a I have a so called day coming up next week uh, for driving without a license and uh, um, no registration. I'm trying to actually I tried to call the clerk today, but I'm going to call her back on Monday. I'm trying to have a see if I can uh, speak to one of the district attorneys or so called judge. You know, see if it's possible to get in touch with one of those to settle the matter before going to court. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but um, I'm going to see how that works out. Maybe I can talk about that experience but it's gonna be my first time trying that out just because you know i don't want to create a controversy or uh, i don't want to harm the public in other words going inside those courts and you know start doing all this shit again and right you know i'd rather just deal with it beforehand and see if somebody some somebody can come up and deal with it because i'm not trying to get involved or meddle into these so-called government affairs you know yeah but allegedly you yeah no. If they'll let you talk to somebody, that's usually it's usually hard to get through to anybody. Hey, but at least I can say, hey, judge, you know, I tried, I tried to, you know, the intent was to solve the problem before getting here. Now, what are we doing here? You know, like, what are we doing here, judge? What do you want? Right. Where, where do you want to go with it? Are you going to put paperwork in before court? No, no paper. I, I try not to put any paperwork in. I used to do oh. back then, but yeah. now it's just I try, I try to keep it simple and just. Uh, stick to the voice and give them first-hand testimony. Okay. Yeah, we'll get- 
I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna play a, uh, the 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 court the court the the court from a juvenile court back in the day. See if you can okay. pick it up from. Glad to have you on the call, Joe. It's, uh, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, that's cool. I'm I'm uh, I, I want to hear this. <laughs> Should be cool. Very cool. Now I'm gonna play a couple of music, you know, that goes along with what we're talking about, and it, it should be fun, bro. It, sh- it should be fun. <laughs> cool. All right. Okay, Mikey. Thank you. 
At this point, she's like, uh, fuck, what do I do? So right now she's like, she starts, like, right, right now she's about to say, wait a minute, please. And then she starts talking to the uh, recording lady. Next thing you know, I had the sheriff pulling me to, to the side telling me, hey, who are you? Okay, that's you. Go back to the stand and go say that that is who you are. So I go back to the stand and say what I have to say, you know? So here it goes again. charges pretty much and um next thing you know uh i had the sheriff you know i'm waiting outside for the paperwork and the, the sheriff comes out of the blue and he starts questioning me like what the fuck was what was that about you know am i okay you know what's going on and he just pretty much was just what the fuck just happened in there you know so here here it goes
or you put up any, you know, I'm led to believe when you put paperwork for the name, you're acting as a defendant. You're acting as a so-called government. You're handling government affairs at that point. What does that have to do with you, first of all? That that name so-called belongs to the state. You know, could that be the could that be the controversy when people go in there and say, "Hey, I, I I'm that name." Could that be the controversy? Therefore, the court now has jurisdiction to settle the matter. I'm led to believe that's 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 the way it is. You know, it's that easy. It's that easy for them to do it to get jurisdiction over people. And then the worst part about it is, I'm led to believe some people even want to put a counterclaim on it. How can one put a counterclaim on something if the only one claiming something there is oneself? <laughs> think that's a little big. Think that's a little nutty. True. So there. <laughs> but yet again, what the fuck do I know? You know. I want to know who guest four is. <laughs> uh-huh. What's going on, guest four? What's up, guest four? Time in, brother. Open call, open arms. Have you had to deal with the courts through the mail? I've actually, I don't even deal with them. I just get a letter from these guys and I call them right up. Apparently, you know, allegedly they have these so-called computers now and they're able to type shit down as they go or write down as, you know, it's all recorded allegedly. So when they called you, you know, it's, you know, they mm-hmm. called you and they say this line, this line may be recorded. So I have a recording on my side on this end and then I have, and then, I, and then they have their own recording. So it's pretty cool. And then I just, you know, hey, who's making the claim? When you get first 10... When you get first-hand knowledge of this, uh, can you please let me know? You know, until then, what has it got to do with me? And because uh, <laughs> I had this, uh, I had a so-called. Uh, actually, this just came. This just came a couple, a couple weeks ago. Uh, allegedly, a debt collection for a so-called um, court. You know, court that I owed or something. And so I called. I have the recording. That I have the recording too. It's pretty funny. And so I called him up right away. Next thing you know, you know, I'm asking questions and I get, I get hanged up on. And then I always thought, man, I thought it was the other way. I thought I was supposed to hang up on these debt collectors. But the next thing you know, I call them back again. So I talked to one of their supervisors. And so the supervisor couldn't deal with it. So then that so-called court debt collection sent me to another collection. And that was like in some, you know, allegedly I live in the so-called state of California. The next thing you know, I get a, I get a letter from the so-called state of Texas saying that they're asking for the debt collection of so-called the you know the the court. So I then I call them right back up and I say who's making the claim. And then they state they, they direct me back to uh, the debt collection of of uh, so-called the county court. There's like a whole game of just you know of uh, gaining first-hand knowledge of the one making claim, you know. That's funny because I got a <clears throat> all the debt collect uh, debt elimination and stuff that I've done is <clears throat> you know been through like legal documents and stuff and uh, nothing common law style at all and I just had a telemarketer that's been bothering me lately and I had a uh, uh, application on my phone to record him 
And I did. And I, anyway, the girl called up, said she's trying to collect. It was like $400 or something. So I demanded validation of debts right there. And I told her, I said, pursuant to the FDCPA, I said, this is a valid demand over a phone. I said, so you now have 30 days to prove your claim. Well, they had sent me a letter the next day. It was dated the next day on the letter. And uh, so that's a $1,000 violation. And then they sent me another letter on the 19th and said, here's your validation. And all it was was a copy of the past bills, you know, which they always do. And I usually let that slide, but these people really been pissing me off. So anyway, I wrote them a letter and, and uh, told them the company. Basically, I told them that, that they now owe me $2,000 pursuant to the FTCPA. And uh, I'd let them know that if they don't pay me, I, I forget what date I gave them, but if they don't pay me by the end of the date, then I'm going to file a lien against them in the state that they're do, doing business in. Uh, and I am. I'm going to if they don't pay me or at least call me up and try to settle. I get I get rid of debt collectors all the time. I deal with that stuff quite a bit. and uh, But I've never been able to get any money out of them so far. <laughs> and I was pissed at these people, so I'm going to try to see if I can get something out of them. Yeah, you wonder why. Probably wonder why you don't get uh, any money out of it. Could be because you're acting as a debt collector, don't you think? Yeah, maybe. I've got friends that do the same thing, but they a lot of them have gotten settlements and stuff like that. And uh, so, like I said, these guys kind of pissed me off. So I wanted to kind of go after them. Oh, what's funny is, is you know, first they were saying they were collecting, they were collecting for a, uh, it's called Nipsco. It's a uh, utility company uh, back where I used to live. And they were claiming I owed them $400. And then after I demanded validation, they sent me a bill for 32 something you know. I'm like, what the fuck? These people are retarded. But, uh, yeah, they're probably, I'm sure, regretting messing with me already. Utility bill. Was that like an electricity bill or something? Yeah. It, uh, and what's so stupid is, is I was our, I was paid up when I left with the utility company. And I they tried to charge me for an extra three or four days or something. And it was just bullshit. And then they turned it into like a $200 bill. And uh, I just let them do what they're going to do. Because I just wipe it off my credit report. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I'm actually taking care of the credit report. I actually just, I was just going to think about, I was thinking about, I just checked my credit report actually like a week ago. And I was just like, what the hell? Why is my, there's a little bit of debt collectors out there, you know. So I'm going to go and have to call the, I mean, the you know, it's like climbing Jack's ladder. You gotta find the one who's in. You gotta find the one who's in charge of handling these so-called accounts. So I'm, I'm led to believe the credit bureau or so-called FICO or somebody up higher than these so-called ones that report to the ones you know the credit bureaus have to call them up and say, hey, this is a mistake. I think uh, someone's uh, making claims, and I want to meet the one you know who's making yeah. the claim, who has first yeah. hand knowledge. I want to do it that way. I've ne- I've never tried doing it that way. Like I said, everything I've been doing is pretty much like a lawyer would do. And uh, but the the common law way sounds fun. <laughs> and stay on point. Don't you know? Make no claims and be asking. You know. Right. You know, it's like the, the Bible says. You know, no, don't accuse your brother. They'll do fine on their own. All you gotta do is just ask the right questions, and they'll accuse themselves. Could that be how they get us into controversy inside court? You know, they, could it be that the judges don't make claims and they ask us questions and we are the, who's the only witness against ourselves, you know? Right, right. All we do is claim against ourselves. 
Exactly. So why even so why even bother do that? You know, you should be acting as the judges. You know, be like, hey, just ask the questions. Be ask king. You know, ask king. You're the king. The servant replies, or the slave replies to the so-called king. Let me see real quick. Give me a minute real quick. I'm going to play a quick uh, a quick song, and then uh, we'll go from there real quick. Where where uh, allegedly do you live there, brother? I'm in New Mexico right now, but I'm from Indiana. Oh, there you go. In a minute, real quick, I'm just find my this song. Oh, there you go. My one of my favorite songs, actually. I hope you guys like it.
Yeah, I was just typing something in the uh, something in the group. Somebody was asking about tax per Q, and I told them to go to the chat. <laughs> so what's we'll they go. come to the chat? Tax per yeah, there you go. Pretty well. Yeah, because I, you know, it's funny. I've mentioned this quite a few times, not not only in this group but in other places, and a lot of people laugh. They they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, maybe that's something they need to know. You never, uh, if you never did tax per Q before, I, I use it all the time. I've I, I never done tax before, <laughs> so I probably wouldn't know. I don't follow any tax. No, the tax per Q is a way to send mail uh, for free. Oh. Never heard of that? No, never heard, never heard of that. Uh, let me uh, hold on. Let me get my cat out of the way. Come on, move. Let me get one of my letters. I I have letters that are already uh, pre-typed out, so I don't have to type a bunch of shit on them. But I can give you guys the codes that you can look up, so it'll go right to the codes, so you know I'm not just talking shit. And then <laughs> it'll su- I can support what I'll be telling you here in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, tax for Q is there's. I forget what year the the Postal Service took over the post office. Uh, I think it might have been 19, it was either 1964 or 74. I can't remember anymore. But they they took over the post the Dijer post office, and uh, the part of the agreement was they were going to go ahead and keep the, the the same mailing rate. So you can there's sections in there where you can mail things for two cents or for three cents. Um, but then there's also a thing in there called tax per Q, and any mail that comes from an office of foreign origin and marked that way uh, is considered prepaid, and you can send it anywhere in the world. In fact, I just sent a guy a letter to uh, Canada, tax per Q, and I sent one letter. I Actually, I was sending somebody a pair of keys, and it got sent back, and they uh, demanded three posted so I put in a complaint with the postal service told them you know tax per queue all I sent the whole thing and they emailed me back and said well uh, we're escalating this the proper office there definitely is an issue there blah 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 so I'm kind of waiting to see what they do but I send shit like this all the time every once in a while you'll get somebody in the system that doesn't know about it um, even with it printed on the envelope 
uh, they still, I guess, it doesn't click with them that, hey, maybe I should go to a computer and, you know, look this up. But if you look in, if you go to the USPS uh, or just type in Google USPS International Mail Manual 742.1 and 742.2, those will give you the information. Uh, and then there's uh, also the UPU RL 114 2.2 Universal Postal Union. And that will actually tell you their code. So if you ever tried to do this and they tell you you're crazy, you can say, well, it's in your code. So, but when you send it, like you would put, you can spell your name out any way you want. It doesn't matter. Um, but when you address, like say you want to address an envelope, you would always do uh, in care of or just CO. Uh, if you have a PO box, what I always do is I don't put post office. I put general post office, comma, box 463. I don't know if it makes any difference if I just did PO or not. Um, I just keep using the same same way that I've been doing it because it's working. You know, um, I always spell everything out. Um, no abbreviations. Definitely don't use the zip code. Like uh, I lived in Cherville, Indiana, so if I sent a letter to Cherville, I would put Cherville, comma, Indiana Republic, and then underneath I would put non-domestic without the United States. And under under that on the letter is where I would have the uh, the international mail manual markings so they can look it up if they need to. I know that they're, they're the higher-ups in the post office, they know about this stuff, you know, but I think a lot of the clerks don't know about it. I know one of the, where I used to live at, the clerk there told me he was working there like, he had been there like 22 years or something like that. I told him about the two cents thing. This was before I learned about Tax for Q. And he's like, I didn't, I've been here 22 years. I didn't know you could send mail for two cents. He didn't believe me. I had to show him a picture of it that I went through the mail. And then when I did the Tax for Q and told him you could do it with no postage, he definitely didn't believe me on that one. And uh, I brought him the letter <laughs> that I sent to my buddy. But it does work. I sent a I sent a, a packet uh, to a guy in Colorado that was helping me with a federal lien I did, and um, I sent him the document. Would have cost like any you know, else. Not about the money, but it's you know if you if you can do it, do it. So you know I only saved myself six bucks, but it was cool to be able to do it. It only cost me forty two cents. So I just put forty two cents worth of stamps on it, and uh, it was a heavy heavy document. And uh, it made it to Colorado in, like, it was, like, three or four days. So it's pretty cool. Good shit. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. If it works for you, you know, fuck yeah. Good fucking shit. Yeah, and I, I don't know how to do this part of it. Now, there is there is a way to, to send anything tax for Q, but you can also send it certified and registered and not pay for it. And there's a guy... That I don't have a Facebook anymore, but there's a guy on that Facebook page. He uh, he had he did it all the time. He had it registered, certified, and it was sent for free. And this guy was doing it so much that he had everything. He had uh, one of those uh, what do you call it? Like an ink pad made out, so he could just stamp his envelopes. So I think he probably he most likely he probably got a hold of his postmaster. And educated him and told him this is what I'm going to be doing. And, you know, that's that's the only thing I could think of because I've had a hard time 
with uh, especially when you go to the post office. When you when you do tax per queue, you just want to drop it in the box because if you take it to the counter, most likely you're going to have an issue. The last time I took it to the counter, I ended up having to ask for a manager to come over, and uh, I even him I had to tell him. Well, you have a computer, don't you? You know, because I told him the mail manual numbers are right here. If you have a computer, you can use it. And he just kind of looked at me dazed. And I said, Google. I said, if you type those numbers in Google, it'll bring up your own mail manual, and it'll tell you. You know, so he went. They came back ten minutes later, and the guy took the postage thing off of it, and he goes, Okay, they dropped it in the mail. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and it made and it made it to it made it to its destination. So, hmm. That's fucking awesome. You got first hand knowledge, huh? Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. If you if I don't know what kind of processes of anybody, I know there's only a couple of people listening, but I, I've done a lot of stuff on the legal side. I mean, I've I've got I've sent bonds to the treasury. I've got a, a indemnity bond in Indiana. I've got a, the state of uh, or the Indiana state for. Uh, Treasury is my fiduciary. I've done a lot of shit that I really didn't even need to do, all in the legal stuff. Um, I, it's better to stay in common law, <laughs> whoever's listening. Yeah. But, but I, you know, when you do all that stuff, you've got to pay hundreds of dollars in postage. Yeah. And it's a good, good way to save some money, you know. What's going on there, Central Colorado? Or... Whoever's out there, which, what are you known to answer to or go by? Or is it from, uh, are you the guy from WhatsApp? Maybe you have a question for uh, the brother here, Joe? Or maybe not. Maybe you're just some guy randomly got on the call. <laughs> well, welcome, brother. Nice to have you on the call. That's some good yeah. shit, brother. Brother Joe, that's. Yeah, it'd be cool to get some more people on the call. Yeah, we're open to discussion. Anything goes, you know. It's all free ball here. It's all good. Eventually, some people actually, I have had these calls, you know. When, I have it actually every day, sort of. Not every day, but once in a while when I have a chance. You'd be surprised how people join in late. I'd be like, wow. Like, we have like six, seven people on the call. Next, you know, we have like ten. It's pretty cool. That's cool. You ever heard? Yes. Of, you ever heard of the word uh, usufruct? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much the only right right we have. <laughs> if you want to call it a right, usufruct. You know, using it. Hey, where's the controversy? You know, or you're owning it. You so fucked. <laughs> There's the controversy. You know. Fuck. Could it be all? Yeah, it could all be our. Could it all be? Could it all come down to our choices? <laughs> mm-hmm. What we choose to believe at the moment. What we choose to, you know, what we choose to follow. Our our ego of the mind or our ego of the heart. You know, which one is it? Pick one. So you said you have uh you said you've got a traffic case coming up? Uh so called, yeah, for uh um the brother uh put the name, you know, I I, I talked to the cop, you know, we were going with the you know, hey brother, how can I help you? You know, as soon as he came to the 
you know, I had these sirens in the back of the car. So I was like, oh, look, the brother has some emergency. So I was like, all right, all right cool. He probably needs some help in my police. So, I, you know, I pulled over. First thing, you know, he he's I'm the first one to talk. I'm like, hey, brother, you know, how, what can I do for you? Like, Driver license registration. And I asked him, what would this piece of plastic do for you, you know? So I just popped up with a piece of plastic, and it's just some... Not even a California ID or California driver. I just made one up myself. And I went online and I just created an ID or whatever. And so I put down the name, you know, usufructory name and indemnity issued. And, you know, the indemnity issued was a so-called date of birth. And, you know, and so, hey, the brother believes that, you know, the brother believes I'm the name. So he put it down as a, you know, he put it down on the ticket. So... You know, who's to argue and what he believes, you know? So I just told him, hey, you know, how, what makes you think that's me? I just told you I've been known to use it. And he still wrote it down. So I was like, hey, who's to argue? I'll, you know, I'll do whatever you want as long as it helps settle the matter, you know? And we both went along our ways. He went our, you know, he went my way. He actually didn't, he was going to tow the car because I didn't have a driver's license. And so I asked him, hey, brother, would it make more sense to you if I get someone here with a license, you know? And so he didn't tow it. He was actually pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool, you know. Usually a lot of people get their, their cars taken away, but, you know, mm-hmm. he, he was going to he, – he already had that mindset of towing the car, and then I just asked a simple question, hey, brother, would it make more sense? You know, because I wasn't acting like a dickhead at all with him. You know, I was, I, I'm led to believe I was staying in honor, you know, by asking questions and, you know, being kind and, you know, loving, loving our brother pretty much. And, you know, and then I asked him a simple question, hey, brother, would it make more sense to you if I – uh if I just have someone come pick up the car, you know, that has a license, and he said, yeah, sure, I could just make it 10 minutes, even though it was like 20 minutes, I, you know, he was still cool about it. At the end, I just told him, have a good one, brother, you know, take care, thank you, and we went our ways, and now I have a court date for a driver's license suspended, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, what's it called, no registration, and exceeding the speed limit, which is pretty good, which is going to be pretty cool. I know back in the day they used to, uh, it's happened to me where I've gotten tickets for not having a driver's license. This is, I mean, this is two decades ago. I didn't know anything. But they, uh, back then they would give you a ticket, but then they'd also let you go. They'd let you go ahead and drive away. It was, I I forget when they started impounding the cars. That was probably more than 20 years ago. But yeah, yeah, they were. I, I, uh, they they at least before would let you drive away, you know, and then you have to explain yourself. Because really, how can they stop you from driving? You're not guilty. At that point, you're being accused, so you still should be able to drive. It's just this guy's accusing you that you're driving around, not having it. Well, he's making a legal. If he's stopping you from actually drive traveling away in your car, driving whatever you want to call it, play the game. But he's making a legal determination. That you can't yeah. drive. That means you're guilty. Uh, and I asked him, you know, I asked him, brother, you're my, you know, he's all, you can't drive, you know, you have a suspended license. You know, when I gave him the, you know, the so-called plastic, he went back there, you know, he rang it up, you know, he, in the little computer there, he came back, he came back, so like, your license is suspended. I'm like, who, what makes you think that my license is, what makes you think it's, what makes you think that my license is suspended? Because I just went to go look up your name and the license is, so, you, no offense, but, you know, I told him, no offense, brother, but, do you believe everything the computer tells you? Wouldn't that be hearsay? And then he's all like, no, you know, that's 
that's that's what it says right there. And I was like, hey, well, who's to argue? You know, who's to argue and what you believe? You know, but could it come? You know, I was just like, but could it be that I'm not? Could it be that I'm just using the car? What makes you think I'm driving? You know, I'm just just told, I'm just using it pretty much. And then he still went along thinking I was driving. And I said pretty much, hey, who's to argue with that then? And then he just wrote down the ticket and I said, give me your key. I'm going to impound your car. And I told him, well, wait a minute, brother. Like, would it make more sense to you if I get someone here in the in, in less than 10 minutes to come pick up the car around the corner? And he said, yeah. Like, all right, cool. Let me give him a call real quick. Ends up being like 20 minutes. He still, but then at the end of the time, like, like he gave me the ticket and he was like acting very, like he came from a very like, uh, at first, he came very, like, angry, you know, like, already ready to, like, pop out with his gun or something, you know. But then, like, the situation calmed down when we, you know, I, asked, I started asking questions. When he went back to his car, he came back down. He came back to the car, like, very calm and understanding. And he was really cool about it. I thought it was, I just thought it was a cool experience, you know. I was like, ah, eh, fuck yeah. Like, you know, staying staying in honor, you know. I, I think that's that's the key to everything is if you can stay in honor, I mean, fuck. Yeah. You know, could it be... Could that be the the whole key to this? Is staying in honor with everybody? The judge, you know, I'm led to believe the judges are the most honorable people we'll ever meet. No, I'm led to believe so, honestly. I'll believe that when I experience it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, there you go. You got to, you know, it's like. Like Neo, you know, I can only show you the door, but you got to be the one to walk through it. Once you walk through that door, I mean, fuck, you're going to see a whole new world, a new door, a new door of perception. Have you tried to take any steps to stop them before they even pull you over, like an injunction or any type of thing like that? Like any, like, paperwork? Yeah. I I I tried it back when I was like fucking like 18 years old, and they looked at me like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" But then I stopped. Then I learned all this shit, and I said, "Fuck that, shame me, shame me." Yeah. What about you? Uh, I've got a lot. I've got a ton of shit going on. <laughs> but uh, I I am planning on doing an injunction actually against the U.S. But right now I'm trying to get back money that they stole from me. They illegally sold my house i was foreclosed on and uh and actually i have proof through a forensic audit that i have done that uh, there was a mortgage assignment done when the company who claims to have done the mortgage had already been closed down for more than a year they were out of business their assets were dissolved but yet it shows an assignment made from this company and when I pointed that out in court, which nobody else was there, I might add, just me, the bank's attorney, and the uh, so-called judge. And uh, she wouldn't even look at the audit. She said, because I found the company online, a legitimate company in California, and because I found them online, she said they're uh, illegitimate. She won't even look at the paperwork. This was before I knew anything. This was right when I was starting to learn uh, but nothing really about the common law. Everything was on their bullshit side. But uh, So they ended up uh, foreclosing on me. And I stayed in the house another four more years because I kept uh, challenging the debt. Since I know how the uh, FDCPA works, 
I'd still be in the house right now if it wasn't for the sheriff. He illegally sold my house. I did, when they were going to kick me out in 2014, I did the same procedure, and they stopped the sheriff's sale because they knew if they went ahead with it, it would be a violation of federal and state law. Well, when I sent them the same documentation this next time, the problem is, is the attorney for the bank sent the sheriff a letter. I still have a copy of that letter, too, and telling them to ignore all my paperwork, that I was barred from future pleadings. I'm sure you know what that means. Yeah, that means they barred me within some case that's already over with. They barred me from doing any pleadings within that case. They were making the sheriff believe that, believe that I was barred from making claims and, you know, I can make, anybody can make claims all fucking day long. They can't stop somebody from making a claim. But if you're within a case and you're within their jurisdiction, under the jurisdiction, and they bar you from future pleadings, yeah, then you're not supposed to make future pleadings. So they sent that to the stupid-ass sheriff because they know he's a dumbass. He's in federal jail right now, by the way. Uh, so his dumbass listened to it. They sold the house. And then uh, I ended up filing a federal lien against the state and actually the American Bar Association, everybody. I, I was leaning, I leaned a whole bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> and uh, I sent them notice, registered mail that, you know, I was filing, I was going to file a lien in federal court. And uh, the next fucking, the day after they received it, uh, probably about 20 cops burst down my door and, uh, they dragged me outside. They had no paperwork. I demanded a warrant. The probable cause affidavit, nothing. They didn't have any paperwork. They used to ransack the fucking house. And they come out with a couple of pipes I had. And then they're like, oh, now we're uh, we're going to do this. And, you know, we're going to charge you with a little weed charge. This was going to be an eviction and all that. They arrested me, held me in jail for three days, never charged me with anything. While I was in jail that night, they uh, broke into my safe with the help of the sheriff's department. Their jaws of life, they stole over $40,000 in silver and gold coins that I had saved up. And uh, till this date, that was two years ago, to this date, the sheriff's department, the county, the courts have never said one fucking word about taking my money. They've never given me any property receipts, any inventory receipts. They've never said a fucking thing. All the documents I've said, they've never responded to anything until I sent a couple of common law notices after two years, I finally get a response from the, the clerk of the, or the chief prosecutor because I wrote to the man and I was, I've been sending him copies of documents that I've been sending to this magistrate who was trying to allow the sheriff's department to funnel $40,000 of my money through a $6,000 limited small claims court. So I guess, I, I, don't, I still don't know anything about it. I've asked about it. They won't tell me. They won't. All I have is a case number. They won't tell me anything. And I've got it all through the mail on record so far. So I've got a whole bunch of shit going on. And then on top of that, when all this was going on, I had an attorney tell me in town, you better leave and forget about, forget about your money or they're going to trump up charges on you. And I said, for what? I didn't do anything. And he said, doesn't matter. They're gonna, they'll trump up charges on you. Sure as shit they did. About a year and six months later, I find out that there's a felony warrant for my arrest and uh, for a weed charge and uh, firearm and possession of violent felon or whatever. And uh, I had no, there were no guns. 
Oh, you're completely making shit up. So that's what I'm dealing with now. I'm trying to get my money back, and it, I don't even know what I'm going to do about the warrant yet. They haven't served me. They haven't told me a fucking thing. I've already had the chief prosecutor write me, you know, uh, and they didn't mention anything that I'm wanted or anything. So I may be taking care of that with a, uh, an injunction. I'm not sure yet. That's a good one. You ever wonder why they don't answer your paperwork? I don't know. I send everything certified, too. If in, now, everything common law, I'm sending registered, but I send everything certified, and they just never listen to anything. That's why I, I came, I've come back over to the common law side, because everything I did in legal land, they don't listen to. The only thing that they ever would, I guess, allow is when I would motion for continuances. That I seem to be able to get continuance anytime I want one. Maybe because I just lie and make shit up to get one. <laughs> I do what they do. But as far as their, I mean, I, I'm i telling you, I followed their procedures. I looked up the court rules. I followed everything to the letter. I mean, I did things that they don't even do. I, even in their own rules, it, it, half the time they want paperwork. It'll tell you certain specific paperwork they want you to send, you know, like triplicate copies and self-addressed stamp envelopes and stuff that I know these attorneys aren't doing. So I followed everything in the law. Still, they wouldn't do anything. Now that I'm doing common law, I'm getting more of a reaction out of these people. Now, it seems like it seems like it works more coming on this side than on the other side, huh? Yeah, most definitely. But I, okay. you know, and, and I before I kind of joined on this side. Um, when I first started learning this stuff in 2012, I, I started out with common law, but I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't meeting anybody that was, that seemed like they were getting anything done. And, you know, and that's what, you know how it is when you're online and you go on the legal side and everybody's claiming, you know, yeah, Oh, I, I get this dismissed. I get this dismissed. Yeah. And, you know, so it's a hey, bunch of BS. Could it be? I'm let you believe, you know, I was going down that route where I wanted to, you know, study. I, I was studying common law, admiralty law, UCC, fucking, you name it. And it fucking came, came, you know, came to show, you know, fuck. What does this have to do with me? And first of all, if there's no claimant on the other side, who gives a fuck about anything else, you know? Why Why have to, Why do we garnish to, to the simplicity of it? Why don't we just stick to the basic, least common denominator? Is it, when can I meet the when can I meet the one person or that one what is it a woman or a man I don't know you fucking I gotta ask them those questions who is it you know when can I meet that person that's making these so called alleged debts that's one owes because if so I'm happy to pay right now you know I'd be happy to pay just tell me when can I meet that person so I can renegotiate or to give, uh, you know, hand-to-hand money, you know, because fuck. How the hell are you going to give them the money? How can you trust other people to give that one person the money when you're when you're accepting the debt? All you want to do is, you know, you accept you accept the debt. All you want to do is meet the claimant. That's all you want to do. I mean, fuck. You'd be, I mean, I'd be happy to pay. Just tell me how, who am I going to pay and, you know, when can I pay them? All they are is representatives. If you come to think about it. Uh, acting on behalf of a so-called dead corpse, 
corporation. And what's so silly is they're getting away with all this with yeah. no claimant. With no claimant, there's no claimant. And, and any any plaintiff, the plaintiff is supposed to be the one who writes out the complaint or the claim. They always call it a complaint. They never want to call it a claim. Well, I mean, literally, and I haven't done this, but you, I know that you know this. All you have to do is just ask out loud, who's the one making the claim and who wrote out the claim and who signed it? Because if that attorney wrote it out and signed it, he just engaged in fraud and admitted it in court. Yeah, best, the best way to say it is who has first-hand knowledge? Hey, you know, attorney, you there, attorney, you have first-hand knowledge? Are you ready to uh, be liable for this, you know? Like, hey, judge, would you be so kind as to swear this so-called attorney or so-called DA or so-called representative of a corporation, you know, to testify, to be ready to say the truth but nothing but the truth, you know? And then just stick, you know, hey, start asking the, the questions. What's your name? Can you state your name for the record? Okay, cool. Who do you work you know, what first-hand knowledge do you have of this? You don't. Then what are you doing here? Do you want to be part of this? Do you want, you know, what does that have to do with you? Does this concern you? Do you want it to concern you? You know, start. Now you got to do this. You know, like the Bible says, don't accuse your brothers. They'll do fine on their own. Let them test. They're the only witness against themselves. Let them bamboozle themselves. Could that be, you know, it goes back to the whole court system, you know, the the way we go into court, you know, so I'm that name, you know, instead of saying, hey, I'm here for the matter, believe the mistake. And, you know, it goes back to the same principle. How do you deal with uh, when they ask you to rise? Because I know, <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what, and at least where I'm from, I'm from Indiana. I, I'm in a part of Indiana that's literally like 15 minutes from Chicago. So I'm not like out in the middle of a cornfield or anything. They are not nice over there. If you don't, if you don't stand up, they'll kick you out of court. They'll grab you. They don't give a shit. They'll grab you and kick you out of court. Usually, what I do is I try to wait out in the hallway, or, I'll, or I just tell them right off the bat, "Look, I'm not going to stand up, so I'll be out here listening for when they call my name, you know, or call the name." Now, when we, I mean, yet again, you know, how, why not stay in honor instead of making those statements? You know, why, why don't you just stay in honor and go in there and be like, hey, how can I help you? And and when they say stand up, like, can you, can you, well, what do you mean by stand up? What do you mean, how, how, can you explain the story or how that happened to you? Well, when you, I'm talking about, you just walk, whenever you walk into the court, you, the judge is never in there, the magistrate. Everybody okay. is just sitting there. And then when the judge comes up, they ask everybody to rise. And if you don't stand up, the sheriffs will come over there. Right, they'll jump on you immediately and demand you stand up. They'll get physical with you. They're ridiculous. That's that like I say. Be. Usually, that's when I walk outside because arguing with them is just all it leads to is them assaulting you in the court. Really. Oh, you know if that's the case, and I just come in a five minutes late or like a couple minutes, a couple minutes after the judge walks in. You know, I mean, just you won't have to like. I think that's irrelevant, you know. I think, if I, but I, I, I sit down, you know, and be like, oh, who are you talking? You talking to me? Or you know, you know, everybody else stands up, but I'd be sitting down. <laughs> I'd be sitting down, you know, just so they, so the judge can know, hey, I'm not, I'm not coming in here for you. Know, I'm not, you know, you're not uh, submitting to the so-called court jurisdiction, you know, their authority. 
I mean, have you ever tried not doing that? That's oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. You usually you end up with three cops around you threatening you. That's usually what, what happens. Have, I mean, uh, what they ask you, or how did that play out? They they tell you either either you stand up for the judge or get out. And which wouldn't it be cool to say, hey, would it make you happy if I stand up? And then if he says, yeah, stand up. No, I never you, thought about that. Now you're. I mean, if you think about it, what does what does a good a good king do? Doesn't a good-hearted king serve its people? You know, and then by you asking him, hey, would it make you happy if I stand up? Yes. Well, he said yes. All right, cool. I'll make if it makes you happy. You know, I'll do it. Well, oh, then that up. way you're. And then that way you're doing it for him. You're not doing it because you were ordered to. Yeah, you're doing it for him, and you're staying in honor, brother. You're not. You're not creating a controversy. You're not. You're not acting in war. In my beliefs, you're asking, "Hey, if it makes you happy, would you?" You know, yeah. All right, cool. I'll stand up for you, brother. Stand up. Don't create. You know, I think the whole. I think this whole system is based on the whole controversy. Acting on, you know. these so-called officers and judges are just looking for people who are making claims or people acting as belligerents. You know, I'm led to believe. Yeah. So why not, you know, why don't, why don't you just stay in honor and keep it at peace? You know, instead of being at dis-ease. Being at dis-ease with one. You're not at ease with yourself and you're not at ease with your, and your brother's not at ease with you. I mean, if you can just stay in honor... I mean, the whole world can just be one. <laughs> Peace. And the, I think the concept, the whole concept about this is, you know, the main the main rule is, you know, love one another. I mean, but the golden rule is, you know, that's what I'm led to believe is love thy neighbor as thyself. And when you learn to open your arms and love these people, and hey, you know, what can I be, what can I do to help you, brother? What can I, you know, I'm here to help you out. What can I do for you? You know, the government does the same thing to us. I'm here to help you. How can I help you? Do the same thing to them. I'm here to help you. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's... Could the government be just a reflection of the people? I mean... So-called government. I mean, I never met the government. I only met the brothers and sisters believing... They work for this so-called government, but I'm led to believe they know this shit too. Yeah, I think a lot of them do. All right, I'm gonna play a a quick uh, I'm gonna play a old recording. It's a pretty interesting one. I think you'll enjoy it. I'll, I'll pause it in a bit and then back to our talks and then. See where it goes from there. Alright. If I can find it, I think it's this one. Hold on, give me a minute, let me find it. It's been a while.
I can't find that. I want to play another one uh, based on the foreclosure back in the day. Uh, it's a pretty good one, actually. It's a so-called, some girl named Wendy, she uh, went to go use a, you know, she, she just went into a property and started using it. It's pretty cool. That's cool. I've known some people who've done that. <laughs>
somewhere around ten thousand dollars. So I keep calling and I keep asking them, well, what can I do to help discharge the charge? Well, yeah, ask them. 
name. If, you know, if I use that social security number for identification, would I be violating the law? <laughs> or like when when they ask me if that's if that's my name, I say, well, that's the name that's on the uh, that's the name that appears on the birth certificate that that they issued to me, I think, and that seems to be enough for them. Well, that's the name I'm told I can use. Well, it's some of them, like like I say, I put in about I don't know seven, eight calls this week. Some of them, when I say uh, no, thank you, I don't wish to identify myself as that name. See, right there, right there, you're guilty. You're, you're uh, talking in a negative, and now you you feel you can identify yourself. Well, yeah, fucking retard. Well, I thought they were asking if I would like to identify myself. Think about what you're saying to them, though. I don't wish to. What do you mean? How can one identify themselves? Please, give me an example. You make a well, statement, man. I think that's why you're getting roadblocks. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When they say it's your name, what difference do you have is my name? That's what you can call me that. You know, what, know. A dif- what a difference is, you know, you know, they're looking, slow down, brother. What it is is they're looking for a controversy that you they're bring before Well, they're looking for a controversy that you bring before them, thereby giving them jurisdiction. Just goes back to the last yep. common denominator. They're looking for someone. If you're bringing a claim before them, well, it's their job to help settle the matter. Yeah. Well, I I thought that they were asking me if I wished to do it, or I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm accepting it as an offer. They're asking me to do it. You're stepping in the shoes, huh? You're stepping in the shoes when you when you when you do it like that. Are you know what they want? 
Yeah. Well, because they're out. I don't want to get a Put the onus on them. Stop trying to be a Stay on point. The point of the matter is, I'm led to believe there's a controversy, and I'd like to help settle the matter. Who do I speak with that believes that there's a controversy and can give first-hand testimony in the matter? Beautiful. And And let them get up there and satisfy to it. So help me, God. A couple of them wanted me to go down. They said, you need to go down to your local IRS office and, and you know, identify. Who Did they say that exactly? You need to go down to your local IRS office? Did you ask them, did you ask them what evidence do you have that I own such a thing? I, I recorded the conversation. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jared, or your IRS office. Jared. Uh, your orifice. That's what it is. Everyone. <laughs> um, or, well, she said something else kind of interesting. Well, oh, well, the other day I called and I, 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 I talked to a lady and she said, um, I, I said, well, I, I, I kept saying I, I don't wish to identify myself as that. Yeah, that's not a liar. Oh, you identify yourself by saying I don't wish to identify myself. Every man is a liar. Exactly. You just identify yeah, yourself. A You're a lying sack of shit. Now what? <laughs> so then, well, after nice we that, and she says, well, until you identify yourself as that name, I'm not going to accept this account. And I said, after like five minutes of this, I said, well, I said, if I, if I told you right now that, yes, I am that name, would you believe me? I'm like, well, then what's, I'm thinking to myself, well, then what's the difference if I would have, ident- if I would have said that at the beginning of the conversation, you would have accepted it, but now you're not going to accept it. How do you, what? How do you know what I am? Yeah. 
And what does he have to stay on point? Yeah. This is brothers and sisters. Yeah. Just one, yeah. There's just one issue there, whether you're bringing a controversy before them or not. Be, so why are you calling them? You letting the paperwork and stuff lead you to believe, and I say you are letting them because a lot of times I just throw it in the trash. But you letting the paperwork lead you to believe there's a controversy concerning you. That's the only issue. I want to speak with the one I got a controversy with. Hopefully we can settle this matter honorably. Heck, we can duel. We can have a sword fight. Heck, maybe we can have a couple beers. I don't know. know? One of the matter is, who's got the claim? Right. See, see, here's the thing what you keep doing. You keep making claims before them. So you keep giving them jurisdiction. So by saying, so by saying I choose not to identify myself as that. Yeah, you're a liar. Why, why are you making a statement to them like that? Why are you saying no, wait that? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Think of what think of what he's saying. I choose not to identify myself as that. At, at the moment, I'm sorry. No, what I'm saying, no, I'm sorry. Let me, I must misspoke. What I said was I don't, I don't wish to identify myself as that name. Let me hey, let me talk, please. You're saying I yeah. choose not to identify myself at that name. Well, that tells me there's other times you choose to identify yourself by that name. Exactly. Yeah, you're making awesome, brother. Yeah. yeah. You're making you're a claim. No. The point of the matter is, is that name and that social security number meant to be used as identification? Ask them that one. That'll get them. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You go into controversy when you say, I wish, or I, I choose. Well, it ain't so much I wish. I you, know. Know. you know. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and, I, and I said, I don't. I said, I don't. Huh? The only one that proves anything is you by what you say to them. You give them jurisdiction. You bring a controversy before them. I'm led to believe there's a controversy concerning the name. Who can I speak with that helps settle this matter? You know? Yeah. Tell me. Don't tell them what you believe. You know? We don't gotta argue with your beliefs. <laughs>
No, that was that was that was my my greeting. You didn't. I was saying hello. Oh. No, I yeah. figured. I, I knew it was you. I knew it was you in the beginning. Uh, as soon as you mentioned Donaldson, I was like, oh, that's Donaldson. <laughs> of course it is. But the guy was sounding a lot worse than I. I mean, I mean, he's so like a jerk, you know. Like you can just tell he wants to be an, an ass, you know. Who's to argue with you? I don't know. It's just fun. What'd you say? Do we want to sign it out? Be the guy claiming it, Batman? Well, he's not, well the guy, first of all, Batman was wrong because he he said, "Well, you're making claims, you know, by just saying I wish to, I wish to not use that name right now." Then. He said that's a claim. That's not a claim. How is it a claim? By saying I, it's not my wish to use the name. I, I, I can't see any way that's a claim. So Batman was, was in error right there. In my opinion. Yeah, but, but didn't he say it different, though? I wish to not identify myself. Um, so what? If he's saying, if, well, if he's saying he wishes to not identify himself... And he's <clears throat> seems to he's well, well. Could you? Well, let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just so it's kind of interesting. Go ahead, Jedi. Well, are you admitting that you have? Are you admitting though that 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 you do? Uh, it seems to me you're admitting that because how could you admit you're not that? You you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I kind of see where you know, he's coming from. In a sense, one is just using it, right? One is just using that Mm-mm. so-called nope. piece of paper, that birth certificate, right? Maybe. Yeah. I'm led to believe some people out there claim to be the so-called name. So you know, I'm led to believe that that's they the claim contract. to be the name or they the human being behind the name. The so-called they claim to be the piece of paper allegedly in which they look for. That's what they're looking for, aren't they? Well, no. I, I don't know. I don't know anybody that claims to be a, a, a piece of paper or even a name on a piece of paper. I'm not the name. I'm I'm the man behind the name. You know. Or would it be best to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm the man. You know, I've been using. I'm just using that that name. You know, what's what's the problem here? You could even say this, Jedi Mikey. I was told that was my name. You can say that's that a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's really powerful. Yeah, secondhand information. Here's mm-hmm. the evidence. Not at yeah, the court of law. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why it wouldn't work, but you know. But if, if, if the sense, DC is. Go ahead. In a sense, you know, when they ask, you know, if you're the name, you know, you can say you've been known to answer to that sound or to that calling, you know, just like a dog. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have a dog, allegedly, and you. You call it by a name so much every day that it kind of like just recognizes that that's the sound that that dog's been yep. able to listen yep. to. Yeah. You know, he doesn't know that okay. that's his name. He just knows that the sound that sounds exactly like he always right. hears and, it. Uh, mm-hmm. you know? A perfect example is every time I go through the neighborhood where I live in, you know, because I ride a bicycle, and I when I'm going to from one job to another one, I sometimes, you know, I'll be down, you know, riding by streets that I've seen friends, you know, they hang out or whatever, and sometimes if they don't see me, I'll make a noise, I'll make a sound, I go, or something like that, right, so every time they hear that sound, every time they hear that sound, they know it's me, they know, because no one else can do that sound, you know, it's just, it's so, 
That's my name. My name is the sound. When I, if a judge asks me, what's your name? It's... <laughs> right? Kind of I like that. That's good. Don't you identify? See, he doesn't know me enough to... So just for his purposes, he could refer to me as whatever he would like, you know, for his purposes. That's why I look at that. Could be, you know, you want to refer to me as, you know, Ted White? Sure. That's your choice. I'm not saying I'm that. Who, who are you saying I am? Isn't that what Jesus said, remember? When he was sitting down with the apostles and he, he was uh, going around the room asking who, who they thought he was, right? And it goes like, you know, they accused him of being the, you know, it goes like they, you know, they accused him of being the king of the Jews, right? And so, you know, when he went before Pontius Pilate, which is the judge, which is like, you know, his private chambers or so-called courtroom, you know, they took him against there and, they, and Pontius Pilate asked him a question. Hey, are you king of the Jews? You know, think about it as a name. Are you so-and-so? And then he said, uh, Jesus said something in the sort of, you say that I am. You know, not prove it. Right. Oh, he also prove said it. that to Peter. He said the same thing to Peter. Remember? Uh, when Peter was, uh, he said, who do you say I am? And Peter said, I, I, I say that you are the son of the living God. Right? And so, and then, he, and then he said, surely you are blessed. Jesus was like, because no, you didn't hear that from my lips. That came from your heart, Peter. You see what I'm saying? And so, this whole thing about recognition... Yeah. And asking the court if they recognize you as the name that they are looking for, that's a powerful tool right there. Do you recognize me, Your Honor, as that? Let the, yeah. let the record reflect the judge does not recognize me as the name. I wouldn't even go that route. I'd just say, hey, you know, just let the record. As that person. Yeah, the yeah, mm-hmm. beginning sounds perfect. You know, hey, anybody, anybody, you know, I wouldn't even say judge. You know, I, I just say anybody, you know. You don't want to be accusing anybody out there. You just want to be like, hey, no. hey anybody, anybody out there uh, recognize me? Anyone here? No. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, and then, or no, nobody here recognizes me. What are we doing here then, judge? That's when you get out. Hey, judge, then what are we doing here? You know, he's in charge. He's the one in charge. Why don't we ask him the questions? There's no exactly. If there's no claiming on the other side, I mean, why even go further than that? I mean, just stick to the least common denominator. Stick to the point. Mm-hmm. And you don't even have to. Um, incriminate yourself. See, the whole thing about playing the name game is that it 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 falls plays right into the hands of the Fifth Amendment, which is a binding and restricting law for the government, not you. The Fifth Amendment applies to the government, not you. But you get the benefit. You you even though you didn't, you don't have to pay for it. But this is something that's just this is the way the system works, man. You know. But to be recognized as the name, no one's going to do that. I don't think anyone's going to recognize you as the name in there because they want you to incriminate yourself. They want you to say, yeah, that's me. If you do that, then guess what you just did? You fell right into their fucking hands. 3501, eight, Title 18, admissibility of voluntariness. You see what I'm saying? And they did that case again uh, as a result of Miranda versus Arizona where they had these standards, right, for determining... Uh, the lawfulness of an arrest, and, and they said basically the standard should be that you're supposed to quote the person has a right to remain silent and let them know, right? The Congress came back and they trumped that case law with their statute, and that's how it works. Case law is not the law. Statutes and constitutional provisions are the law, but they're actually binding 
And that's why the law doesn't hurt anyone unless they uh, just volunteer the information. You see, it's not really, it's only consent, consent by the government, you know, why? Well, no, not, not by the government. The government is actually the people in office. That's my belief is that the people that are being governed are the actual public officials and those agencies and they're the ones that are bound by all those legislative acts and things like that. Right, the people with the capital P. Mm-hmm. Well, people, see, that's an ambiguous kind of thing. But, yeah, constituents are not necessarily just off off top under the thumb of the uh, municipal corporations. They're just, you know, but they they can, they have more of a chance of getting caught up in the web, I think. For sure. Yeah, I mean, fuck. Well, what do you think about... What do you think about that recognition thing, though? I mean, would that be, like, the Zed says, don't you use this name? Like, would you ever use the use argument again? Like, you're going to tell the judge, yeah, I use that name. When I showed you already that using, if you're using the name and that the state owns and possesses the title, and that means that they have legal title to that name, if you're saying you use it, then they're the ultimate liable party for you using the name. So you're basically trapping yourself in some sort of use of fraud by even saying that you're using the name. That's what I believe. Well, they've trapped you as acting as trustee in the pub- of the public trust within the court. That's why you- everything happens to the trustee. That's why they put us in that position. Mm-hmm. Um. Go ahead and explain. Explain what you mean by that. I didn't. They was kind of. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. I didn't hear you correctly. They took from my the, from my understanding is when they bring you in there, you know, because it's always a controversy that's against the public trust. And even though we're supposed to be the beneficiaries, what they do is they trick us. They bring us under under over there to their courts, and they trick us into playing the trustee because the trustee is the one who's liable. Mm-hmm. Actually, so whatever charges okay. they come yeah. up with, they they you know try to stick it uh, stick it to us, mm. and then of course they access now mm. now because they do that, they access that account number, and they go ahead and raid whatever is in there, whatever however much money you've accumulated over the years is a a little corporation for them. <laughs> Let's see what the trustee definition is here from from Barron's legal guides here. Trust, but not trustee. Hold on. Trustee, trustee. I'm sure you guys already know. But a trustee is one who holds legal title to property in trust. Oh, shit. Now, didn't you just say they're trying to make you the trustee? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, give me, let me ask you this. Possessions is nine-tenths of the law, right? So do you possess the legal title? Well, I do. <laughs> no, how do you possess the legal title? The state made the document. That's their. It's their right. To the, to yeah. The well, I I took ownership of it and filed a UCC one. But that doesn't. I guess I guess that's a way of saying you're using the name. But they still. That doesn't take away from the fact that they're going to offer you the benefit of of keeping track of that name, which is for their purposes only. I'm I'm just saying this though that that the trustee. 
is one who holds legal title to property in trust for the benefit of another person and who is required to carry out specific duties with regard to the property, like discharge right. debts and things like that. And, and that's right? actually the role of government. They're exactly. supposed to be the trustees. They are. That is exactly who is the trustee right. for the name. And they don't want to admit it, yeah, so you're right when they're when they're trying to um, get you to well, what, really, what they're doing is they're just evading. They're omitting, you know, omission, and that's that's pretty close to fraud, right there. Omitting that kind of stuff, right there, is is pretty close to fraud, you know. Mm-hmm. But we have to remember that I don't, I really don't. If a if a if a business license is not enough to create personal jurisdiction, and a marriage license is not enough to create that same type of personal jurisdiction. Okay, then why would why would a birth certificate that was created by the state, which is nothing more than a record of your your coming alive, why is that enough to give personal jurisdiction? It's not. I believe the BC does not benefit you at all, and therefore it doesn't create personal jurisdiction. You know, I but, believe uh, the birth certificate is a evidence of your debt to the national debt that's owed to the crown. That birth certificate's got those bond. The, the birth certificate's issued on bond paper. It's a security. It's, it's got everything. It's got all the elements of okay. a security. It's got account numbers on it. And uh, mm-hmm. now you, you also have the COLB, you know, which is a certificate of live birth. So you've got two separate things. What's one legal, one though? legal, and one supposed to be, I guess, supposed to be ecclesiastical. I guess. Well, if there's money. And there's an account and all that stuff, and it's you know, why? What is the full disclosure? Well, well yeah, of course. <laughs> why would they want to give you that? Because it's not. That's what I was thinking was like it's as a protection. This is where discharge of the debt comes in. Those accounts don't belong to you. They're used specifically by the fiduciary trustee to discharge all your debts in your lifetime that are on the public side. Nothing private, only the public stuff. This is this is where it gets even so murky, because these municipalities are literally representing the private people, but they're performing the public function. So they try to act like private people with private rights and autonomous autonomy, you know. Right? But then at the same time, they're performing a public function too. So when the when they ask for property tax and city tax and things like that, those are public debt. Whatever, you know, like those things are public debt. And even even guess what? Even a bail they try to say bail is not a public debt, but it depends on who's who's making you pay bail, right? If it's a state agency then it is. It's not no private person making you pay bail. So bail itself is actually public debt. And you can get that discharged. And you see this is they will you ask any sheriff, he will tell you Oh no, bail is 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 not public debt. It's private debt because it's paid by you. <laughs> That's what he'll say. You know. Yeah. Well. Really yeah. If you t- if you take that agreement, then you you're putting up your body your body as surety for that whatever the bond is. We'll see what's going on. Be at least to my understanding, what's going on behind closed doors is once they do that, they're they're taking those bonds and they're making a ton of money off them. They're selling those bonds to the district court. And those district those district courts are getting rid of those bonds in the bond market, and there's other countries that buy these things and throw them on the markets. Mm-hmm. 
So there's just a whole. Right. I don't know everything that's going on. I mean, obviously, and it, I don't know who does. I, I've heard a lot of stuff through Gene Keating, and I, I actually yeah. know a guy that worked in the court system, and he swears up and down there's nothing. No, there's nothing going on with bonds in there. I'm like bullshit. <laughs> I know no, there, there is. is. They have you. They have you sign mm-hmm. bonds for God's sake. There's a bond right yeah. there. You know. Um, but I went and called uh, the Secretary of State for my birth certificate to ask them what the hell was that barcode, and they just outright told me it was the bond number. I was like, okay, it is a bond. Interesting. But here's the definition for recognition. Subject to tax. Under the federal income tax system, the inclusion of gain in income so that it may be subject to federal income taxes, uh, IRC 1001, compared to realization. Okay, here's another one. Yeah, see, they're not actually... See, recognition doesn't have anything to do with identity. See what I mean? It has more to do with... You probably don't even want to be recognized either. No one can tell you that you're a taxpayer, right? Off the top, if they don't even know that you anything about you unless you incriminate yourself. So, yeah, if you say, does anyone here recognize me, right, or something like that, then they should say no, because we don't know who you are, you know? And then you can just follow up with, I'm here to settle. I'm just here to settle. I'm, I'm basically a good citizen here to settle on that what do you mean? Wait a minute. What do you mean by here to settle? How can you settle anything? How can you settle? Yeah, how can how can you how because can you the be court because the judge can't do it without both. In other words, look, it's it the judge has no real control there. He's he's only watching the two parties as they go back and forth. Once the one party gives up, the other party wins. See what I'm saying? And right, so but he's saying who's bringing yes. the controversy? And what I'm saying is by being there to help. And settle the matter. Okay, you're now, now you said you're, now you said you're there to help. Now that sounds now that's that the same thing. Different. No, you said you, you were there to just settle them. How can you be? How can you settle anything? Would it be best to ask? I can. They can ask. They can ask me. Well, are you asking me for the position of a judge? Go ahead. Let's role play. I'm just saying. You know, the better better put of words is. You know, I'm here to help settle, and I believe I'm here. I'm here to help you guys settle uh, the matter. You know, not, I'm here to I hear you. settle the matter. You know, that sounds completely different. You know, help and saying just strictly settle, you know, that's way different. Okay. I mean, I don't, you know, if you wanted to be a stickler and say, and you know, that, that, that makes a big difference, you believe it makes a big difference, that's great. You know, I mean, that's cool. Well, could that you be mean. a claim? Could, could, could that be construed as a claim? Yeah. I'm here to settle the matter. Yeah. No, no, it actually is. It is. Wait, wait, it's say that claim. again? No, it's not a claim. What it is is it's a statement. I'm here to settle the matter. That's, you know, that's it's a statement. It's also a claim. No, claim, yeah, that's, that's not that's a claim. claim. You don't have yeah, you don't have any claim for money. Where's the claim? I don't see it. In a, in a, sense, to me, in a sense, to me, a claim would be something mm-hmm. such as making a claim of what you just did. It's, you know... Mm-hmm. What Matt? First of all, you know I'm here to help settle the matter. You know would it be best? You know, or you know the way you said it, I'm here to settle the matter. Well, first of all, you're making a claim that now, how can you settle the matter if you're not acting as 
the so-called defendant, and you're not the judge. So, I mean, how can you settle oh, that? Oh, oh, oh. check this out. This is why I, I get so confused when you, Jedi Mikey and, and others on the calls, try to say that making statements is the same thing as making claims, okay? Because according to Darren's Law Dictionary, and I'm not trying to be a smartass here or a wiseass, I'm just trying to bring it to your attention, okay? So I think we can move the conversation forward. <clears throat> that claim is the assertion of a right to money or property. The aggregate of operative facts giving rise to a right enforceable in courts. A claim must show the existence of a right, an injury, and a prayer for damages. Oh, so you mean just saying that I'm there to settle is, is not actually proving injury? That's right. So there's one element of, of a claim that does not meet. And so therefore, if it has to meet all these elements in order to be a claim, meaning injury, there's no injury. See what I'm saying? You're, you're there to help. You came in willfully, knowingly to help settle. And therefore, there's no injury. Therefore, there's no claim being made. It's just statements. According to the sense. dictionary here. Yeah. So, just trying to help out here, but let's read on here. It says... Yeah, but, what, I mean, but then yet again, you're not, you know, you want to look at it as you, when you go in there and say, I believe I'm here to help settle the matter. Now, I think if you throw in the whole word, I believe in there, now, if you're going to make a... I'm led to believe, if you're going to make any statements out there, I will add that word, or I think, or allegedly, but um, I believe, you know, who's to argue what you believe? That's just your belief. You're not making... Mm -hmm. You know, you're not... There you in go. A sense you're making, that's, that's fire, in a, yeah. In the sense you're making a statement, but it's yet again, it's in your belief. So who's to argue yeah. that? Oh, that's okay. good, because yeah. then that takes away all presumption. There you go. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because it, 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 they can't really criminalize you for if you had a good faith belief that you were doing the right thing. That's you know. There you go. Faith. Mm -hmm. Faith, yeah, there you go. Faith, that's the word. Beautiful. Put in the words, perfect word there, faith. Mm -hmm. and I think you just got to have a little faith and have trust in these guys that they'll take care of it. Just, you know, unmetably, you just got to go in there and give them what they but, need. And that's what, first Exactly. Testimony. Now, there you go. Well, yeah, okay. Well, it's not just first-hand testimony orally, right? You got to really do something to settle, to help settle. You can't just say you're going to help settle and then not follow through, right? What would you do? How, how are you going to settle? How are you going to help them? What do you need <laughs> What do you need from What do you need from me? I mean, they they'll give you the answer. You just gotta, you know, go. With no, they with won't. It. You think what do you mean? Have you, have you ever done you? it? Wait. Okay. Here we go back again. Have you ever done it? I don't. I'm just. In my, I believe he's, that they won't. You say you believe they will. I'm telling you, from your what's your story? You told me no. I haven't done it. Okay. But I heard your story. I heard your story. Okay. And how many? And I heard what you did. Heard and I heard my, what happened. Okay. And and can you and can you please tell me how many stories do I have and how, how many stories have I told you? Because all I hear is one story from you, and that's the same one. So which stories are we talking about? There's several ones. Which one? First of all, I want to say that I honor you for having the balls to go into court and, and play the name game, okay? So that takes a lot of guts. And I'm not – I don't want to let this conversation affect the esteem that I'm, that, you know, that I give you, I mean, you know, like this, you should never uh, uh, let this, you know, affect that, that at all. I, I really feel, think highly of you, you know, and so by playing devil's advocate sometimes, that just, you know, that's just Don, Donaldson, I'm just, 
I'm looking for more answers. I'm searching and filtering through these thoughts, and you know. So, <clears throat> I believe again that it's possible that what you do when you play the name game in there is, you know, the end result was a failure to appear, which is basically a de- default judgment, and that was it right there. That was the, that was the settlement. I mean that. To me, that doesn't sound very settled at all. It just sounds like a continuance and even an elevated level, you know, like of a, more of a threat to you than 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 good, you know. So, trying to figure out how you were going to settle in the situation. Remember that story you had? Can you tell me that real quick? What was your plan? How were you going to settle? Well, you know, they asked me. They asked me, you know, pretty much is to go. Uh, to go talk to the prosecutor, you know, to, you know, they, they, like I said, you know, how can I help you? And they gave me the answers. I think, you know, go talk to the public defender out there. And I said, hey, will it make you happy if I sign that piece of paper to sign up for the public defender? And he said, sure. And then I was back there in the public side, you know, I was thinking to myself, should I sign it or should I not? But then I signed it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the public defender. Me and the public defender are talking, you know, in the back room privately, and, you know, I'm telling him, like, oh, well, you know, who's making the claim, and when can I meet him, and I'm telling him, you know, i just been known to use it, and, you know, they're trying to pin the, the it's like pin the, tail, the, the donkey game, you know, pin the tail on the donkey, trying to pin the name on me. Well, they want you to incriminate yourself. Practically, yeah, so, you know, they're all liars, you know, liars, in my, in my no, the way Literally, that's what they want you to yeah. do. Yeah, they're lying. Yeah, they're liars, and so um, yeah, I already know the game. I've been through that through that route before, so I, you know, I, I've done the same thing. Uh, in the the tail, the name on it. I didn't claim. I didn't claim anything. I was just asking questions. Next thing you know, I got the public defender saying something that oh, he's admitting he's admitting guilt or something. And then and then I asked him something like, "What do you mean by me? What do you mean? Who are you saying that I am? Like, what do you mean by I'm making some sort of claim like that?" And then he said mm-hmm. something to the judge. Oh, here we go. Here we go again. You know, he said, he said in front of, uh, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to back up and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take ownership for the name. Well, he said something like that in the lines, but I have it on the YouTube. Um, and he said, uh, and then that's when I, me and the judge went at it. And this was recess number two, by the way, because recess, uh, you know, I, I was in the morning. They, it was, at, I had to come back because the judge said, Hey, you know what? Come back. Like, come back at one thirty. We'll deal with this later. And so then I had inside, so we were playing the name game. He couldn't deal with it there. So then we know we were round two. That's when, you know, he brought the public defender. And then there was like seven bailiffs out there. And um, I still play the name game with them. And then the next, thing you know, next thing you know, the judge says, have a seat, have a seat over there. And then me, I didn't rebut, I did not, I did not rebut what I said at that time. So I went and sat, I didn't even say who you talking to. I didn't even, I didn't ask the question. I just went there and sat down. Therefore, now, in my eyes, my opinion, that's when I made a claim on that name because he asked, go sit down over there. Who the fuck was he talking to? So I'm guessing he was talking to the legal name, and I went to go and answer to him. You know, it's like that, it's like that you know, the guy with the toothpick. You know, he was, he was in the back room, and the mm-hmm. judge told him to take the toothpick out of your mouth. And he fucking, he was already going to walk out. Next thing you know, he goes to take the toothpick out of his mouth. Next thing you know, they got sheriff following him through. Same, the same shit happened to me. It's like you follow the military command, which is jurisdiction before the court, in my belief. That's in my belief. You know? That's what happened. That's when I right. went so into- you're, <clears throat> Well, this is true because 
the truth is you fell into the general appearance category Perfect. by sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word. That's the motherfucking word. Good job, Tom. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. The general appearance. You know, he was calling out, you go sit down over there. Well, who the fuck is he talking to? And is he talking to me, Neo? Because I told him, call, can you call me Neo, please, in the beginning? But was he talking to you? <laughs> in a sense, you know? And I should have mm-hmm. said, who are you talking to? Are you talking to me? Like the taxi driver movie. You know, he's looking mm-hmm. in the mirror. You you talking to me? You talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I was just concerned about the settle. If you were going to settle, you could have said, like, again, we we spoke about this, and I've been propagating this ever since we had our conversation because I felt so strongly about the ideas that you were sharing. And then what what remedy popped up for me, you know, was with regard to the default judgment, the default judgment being the failure to appear, which is what caused you to turn back around, right? And then, so so the whole thing was, if you turned around and said, you know, and tried to help and settle the matter somehow, said, I was waiting for that. In other words, you, he would no. have you know what I shit his pants. He or she would have shit their pants. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I fucked up? You know, okay, yeah. that's how it went down. We were playing the name game, and at one point I asked the judge, hey, where's the controversy concerning me? And he said, well, you could go talk to the you could talk to the state over there. I was like, when was the last time? Or, or does the does the does the state have first, or does the state first have first hand knowledge? And he said, I don't know, but you should go talk to you should go talk to her over there. And then I said something like, Well, since there's no controversy concerning me, I guess I'll be leaving now. Love you. Mm-hmm. I, I said, Love you. I said, Love you. And I walked. I turned around and walked away. You know. Next thing you know, I had this guy saying, I'm going to issue a so-called failure to appear, whatever, right? And that's what I should. I should. I believe I should have just kept walking because I already went there and I told him who. Where's the controversy concerning me? And I guess I'll be leaving now. So I kept walking away. And I already gave my testimony before that, that I've been known to use it. It's already on okay. the so-called record. So I should have just kept walking out. You know, it's not what they say. Yeah. You know, I'm okay. It's what they do. So then yet again, and then I turned back around. So therefore, it was like my ego mm-hmm. sort of not letting go of the so-called name. You know, I should have just let it go. I should have just let go. If that's nothing to do with me. Well, let me ask you this. Around? Why would you focus... Right on on. I, uh, let me ask you this: Why 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 didn't you instead of focusing on not being the name? Because that's one way of looking at it, which is not it's not wrong. It's correct, right? You're doing the right thing. I mean, you're 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 thinking the right thought. Like that's not you. Okay, that's it's perfectly logical that that's not you. But instead of focusing on the, on that, couldn't you have said, um, "Yeah, I'm here to help. So how can I help you today?" That kind of thing, you know. No, that's the route I went to. That's the first thing I always say. And then that's when the the, the name game began. You know, there's a mistake. They started questioning, are you so-and-so? Well, the moment and, they and started saying the name game, why don't you just say, why didn't you say, hey, look, I, I'm not here as the name. I'm here administering for the name, Your Honor. Please let now the, the record reflect. Now, how can I make those, how can I make statements like those when I need to prove all that? Because you made the statement that you're just using the name already. I you're learning to concede. Listen, there's I, a thing you have to learn. You have to learn something. It's called concession. If you are willing to concede on some arguments, you can get ahead. You can win in court. Now, here we go back to the subject. Have you done... But you have to be willing to concede. I don't... 
listen to me, my friend. No, I haven't. Then how can you it's been done, though. How- I, I learned from other people's experiences because they wrote about it. Would it be best to say that then? I've been told this and that so I can know that you just, you're not, you're not acting on your information, you're acting on behalf of somebody else's information? Nope. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that at all. I'm asking you, wouldn't it have been smart to be there as an, like, usury? You said you use the name. So be there as the guy using it. And be and right at that moment to administer. You're using it because you're going to be there to administer. You know, you're using it. You have it in your hand. You're lifting it up. Hey, Judge, see this name? I'm using it right now. I'm holding it in the air. You see that? I'm using the name. <clears throat> so why do you have to think about the future or the past? Only think about that moment. You're, you're just there using the name just like he is. The judge is only using the name as a reference. You're just using it the same way he is. You know, like that's how I see it. I mean, in from your perspective, though, this is like I guess it. It's more of an advanced. I, I don't know if this is advanced or, or if it's, you know, degraded. But I, I quite literally believe that I support your claim your, or statement that that you should not have to you know incriminate yourself, and that uh, you know you should be you know the judge should allow you to be there to represent for the public good uh, to help settle the matter. You know. Even if you were just a total stranger, you know, it's like, wait, someone, someone from the community is just coming in here to help out. That's cool. I can dig that. Well, let's figure out what kind of help he's going to give. And since you didn't offer anything, that's why they did what they did, in my opinion. It isn't, isn't it? Um, offer and acceptance. I mean, that's how we do contracting, right? Offer and acceptance. Yeah, wouldn't they be able to just dismiss that? You know, next time I should just, you know, I could have said something strictly to the point. You know, but I was thinking to the point, you know, who's making the claim, and then I, I, nobody's making the claim. I guess there's no controversy. Concern. I guess I'll be leaving. That's when I walked out, and then I came back. I like I it. The <laughs> I started playing the name. Hold on. I started playing the name game again, and then he called for recess. He said, come back at one thirty. And so everybody saw that shit. I even, a buddy of mine was mm-hmm. in there because I have a few. He was just a, bu- a buddy from high school. I haven't seen him in a while, but he sent me a Twitter message saying, like, wow, I've never seen that shit before. It was pretty cool. And then, anyways, um, besides that, uh, yeah, he uh, pretty much uh, called out for 1.30. I came back at 1.30, and then next thing you know, we're playing the name game, and then the the uh, public defender starts talking to me, trying to get me to pin the name on him. And then he backed up and said, fuck this, I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> and then he, I was just there, and I was just, you know, and then he asked me to sit down to the public side. He couldn't get any other way to get me there. And so I went and sat down, didn't question anything he said, and then that's when they got me. That's when, I, I mean, I was doing fine. I mean, I, I thought I was doing perfectly fine. Wow. You see, this is the problem I am having with, the, with what you're saying, is that you're showing up to court on the date that the name allegedly signed for itself, that it would show up, right? Or you're showing up at the court for summons, right? And you're just there with no business. You see, that's the way it looks to the judge. No business being there. But you're there, and he knows He knows that's you because he did roll call, and that name on his roll is... Is, is not been accounted for, and you're the only one giving him a hard time about not being the name, and you even say that you were using the name. So he knows 
that you're just playing the name game. And now he probably already knows too, right? That there is you're doing it for a purpose, but you want to settle. And he's like, well, let's see how far this goes. So he's like, fuck it, I'll do the issue of the warrant. Yeah, it's default. Maybe this guy is smart. Okay, nice. you know, Thank you, Your like Honor. You, <laughs> Thank you, said, you, Your Honor. Like you said earlier, you know, something about the moment, and then you believe it's everything about the moment. Well, could it be true then? Is it why? Why have to go back to the past? Why go into the future when it's you know literally all about the moment? And I believe when you go into that court, it literally is all about the moment. And there's nothing, you know, I don't try to go back to the past. You know, why go back to the past? You can't change it. You can't do anything about it. All you can do is forgive yourself, forgive all those around you, you know. It's just basically the point. But point of the matter is, you know, I don't go in there making like, oh, well, this date or I signed this. Who's, who's in possession of that signature now? I'm not I'm not going to take a ticket inside there, you know. Or I could take a ticket in there and be like, hey, allegedly I've been, you know, I got this thing here. And I believe there's a mistake, you know. Someone made a mistake, you know. Someone. I'm not saying the officer or me. I'm just saying someone, you know. I don't know who made the mistake, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I'm giving you testimony right now. You know, I believe it's a mistake. And uh, okay. how can I help settle the matter? You know, where's the proper notice? That's it. Okay. Well, how do we, let's, let's, let's develop a concrete remedy so that you can, I want to feel very good and we can move forward, you know, like with, with, with your remedy here. I love it, but I just don't feel like there's a concrete like, there it is right there. Yeah, that's it. You know, like, yes. The only thing that went through talking to you that I, ha- I had this epiphany, right? The only thing that made me really, like, like go, aha, was when I thought about my research regarding failure to appear and default judgments and what happened in your situation. And then it was like, oh, shit, what if you would have really been, been had the motion to quash or even, I know you want to argue about the validity emotions and all that. You already made your appearance, you know, so don't worry about that. You know, you made a general appearance, so you already submitted to the jurisdiction. That's why I was saying conceding on some argument is good to do, especially if you're really there to settle. You can concede. You can give. You can allow the court jurisdiction. They don't have personal jurisdiction over you, the man. You showed up to help. So I know, I know I'm rambling and ranting on. That's cool. I, I love what you're saying. We're gonna get back. We're gonna get back to. That. I'm just gonna play a quick song and. Uh, cool. I'll, we'll get back to. That. Don't let it Don't 
song of uh, don't incriminate yourself. Hey, what song was that? What song was that there, bud? No, it's a, it's a don't let it show, but it's a pretty much a song about don't incriminate yourself, you know? Don't let it show. All right, back to... Anybody out there? Is there um, anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, this is what I was saying. That you're not guaranteed that right of non-self-incrimination. And this is what they're doing. See, Remember, the Fifth Amendment does not apply directly to you or me. Unless you're a U.S. citizen, then it does. You see what I'm saying? I'm but you're not. Yeah. I'm not a police, no. So... Because you have no oath, and just being born doesn't make you... In other words, they try to say that being born just make, it makes you a fucking U.S. citizen. 
U.S. citizen. Yeah. But there's no loyalty there. So you can easily not. destroy that argument when you say, wait, well, wait. To immigrate here, you have to actually take an oath and have a vow to uphold the laws of the United States. And to be uh, a citizen. Wouldn't you need to be conscience to know that? Huh? Wouldn't you need to be... How can you be yeah. born and then have conscience of all what's going on? You know, you just... What's your, in other words, what's your signature with a contract or somehow that you're a U.S. citizen? Or not even a contract. It's just where we even conscience of of knowing all that, you know? Yeah. No, you don't. You don't... We don't know it. It's like the they, same thing uh, as... They, it's like the same thing as a date of birth. You know, people go, and I see a lot of people, oh, my birthday is this, my birthday is that. Well, that's good for you, but what what first-hand knowledge do you have of that? You know, it's like, what the fuck? Wouldn't you be, acting, wouldn't you be making claims, acting on second-hand information, saying you know? Not claims. Date of birth. Not, you're not making claims. You're making statements. Well, See, in this a is sense, why statements uh, are no the, good. Now, uh, you know, I, I've been with the judge before, and I've I've done the questioning game, and then next thing you know, I make a couple, I make just a couple statements. Next thing you know, they're asking me, raise your right hand. I'm like, you oh, could shit. say something like, yeah, exactly, statements suck. You could say, can I not, can't I be here to help settle the matter, Your Honor? Well, who are you? Well, you can call me Johnny, or Johnny Citizen. be called whatever he may, you say, want. He he may say yes. Imagine that. Imagine if the judge said yes, you can be here to help settle. Wow. <laughs> That'll be interesting. So you've never so you've never had a chance uh, a time that 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 has happened to you where the judge has said, Okay, yeah. Help me settle. Well you know, like you said you, you could be called whatever, you know, the last time, you know, when so called Ninga you know, I the first thing I said, hey, can you call me Neo? Mm-hmm. And he went along. He went along with it. <laughs> but then he said you, and he started mentioning the name, and you know, next thing you know, you're answering for the name by just answering to you. It could be, you know. No. No. That's. I'm like a, in I'm my like belief, a, it's, well, that's honestly, it's frustrating to hear you talk like that because it's so trivial. It's not even they're not even real issues. Like these these this topic subject matter is is so trivial. You know, this is not a real remedy, quite frankly. I'm not trying to diss you or what you're what you're talking about here, but I don't see a remedy. Okay. Or the sentence in a sense in a sense would it make would it make sense? You know that uh, you're you're there to meet the claimant. Would that be the re- would that be the remedy? And and if there's no claim, now how how is that? Your, wouldn't that be the court now to deal with that? And have someone? Yeah, there right. To, now now, now, have, now wouldn't the court need to help you there and and have some type of public defendant or somebody that's competent to handle those affairs of that name? What is all those big words you just used confuse me? Can you just speak? Well, just just speak lay. Well, if you think about it, you know, like, how can we be? First of all, how are we like? How can we interpret the law? Like, how how is one able to interpret the well, law? Well, just do me a favor. Power? Don't ask me a question. Just tell me, and do it for entertainment purposes only. 
Well, you don't want me to make false claims now, would you? I do want you to make statements about how you feel things should go, but it's only for entertainment purposes. I'm not, if I use it, you're not, you're not at any risk or harm. But it, well, I don't know. I just, I'm led to believe that I, this is the way I, I don't know. I just talk like this. I mean, statements, like, I don't know. What do you mean by that? I did not ask this. Well, I mean, just, you don't have to ask me a question to, re, to, to get me to understand what you're trying to say. You can, like, you can say A, B, and C. This is how I see it. And so do you comprehend or do you need me to re-explain it? That kind of thing. You say something like that, you know. List, I mean, I think it's pointless. Know. I mean, same thing. You know, I think the answers are in the questions. So, I mean, if you could listen. And maybe well, I don't have to, can I, can I yeah, chime in for a second? I Please. don't see how, uh, if you can't establish a claimant, they can't move a case. That's the end, that's the end of it. And the, and the prosecutor, if he cannot produce a claimant and he can't produce that claimant with that claimant there to say that, yes, mm-hmm. I signed that paperwork and I filed that complaint out, then it's over. How can they go forward? Mm-hmm. I like that. Now, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. In a sense, it's the same thing, you know. What I'm saying is, you know, when can you make the claimant? I mean, it's that, I mean, I think if you just they're trying to get you off point, I believe. When you start, oh, you know, the, you remember this date, or do you remember what you know what you've been charged? And then, you know, you start, you get off, you start getting off point of the first question, you know, and you got to go back to the first question. Who's making the fuck claim? Right, and it's because there has to be an actual injured, injured party, like an actual living human being that has some property or right taken away by you against their will, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, it's not enough, right? They don't, well, if it's just statements of counsel, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt, but what what it all comes down to is that name on the paperwork, the state of whatever, state of Iowa, state of Colorado. That's, how can a, how can something not living make a complaint, fill out a complaint and sign it? Because that's the only, only a plaintiff can move a case. Their representative, mm-hmm. for them to fill out a complaint and sign it, is right. illegal. Yep. So that's the end of the case right there. Yep, yep. And that comes down to that Trinzi case, too. That's never yeah. been overturned, by the way, Trinzi versus Tagliaro. That's still good law, good case law. And Congress never made a statute that would actually supersede that case. See, that's how it works. If, if Congress supersedes the statute, the case by a statute, now the courts rely on the, the statute. So this is how they do it. They take the common law rule and they embody it in a statute sometimes. That's fucked up, don't you think? I think that's one policy that should change. We should not be making case law based around statutes. You know what I mean? Like, that should be a whole... It should only be for rules of you know communities so the whole bar should be thrown out of this country yeah. they ought to be hunted they ought to be given 24 hours to get off the land i don't know about that okay I, I don't have enough information to make it they all work in fraud none of them practice law they're forbidden to practice law they can only well, practice color of law i don't know i mean like i hear what you're saying and it sounds good okay but i'm not i'm not i'm not sure it's gonna like if I'm not so willing to accept what you're saying on on if you can't show me like where where are you getting your information. 
Well, when when is the only time that they're really using law? Is is when either there's an injured party, there's property damage, somebody's rights have been violated, there's a a victim there. That's the only time. So the only time that they're really using law is when they have a real criminal. But mm-hmm. most of the crimes are victimless crimes. They're using legislation, and according to the Constitution, no no special or general laws are to be created through legislation. And if they are in the repugnance of the Constitution, then they're void. So all, yeah. all legislation is void if you can get these people to follow what they made their so-called oath to. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally hear what you're saying. And it's void to you, but it, it's fixed. This is what makes it void is that, it, again, they're, they're, they're just there to limit and bind and restrict the government. Any person who, in the performance of the function of their public duty, does such and such shall be punished by such and such. That's what it, that's how those things should read. But see, they never actually include the words. They omit, I think, the words, you know, while in the performance of, a, you know, the public job or duty, you know, like, because how can they just make law that applies to every single fucking person? All of a sudden, they just have personal jurisdiction over everybody. Well, that's like yeah, that's, but that's not law. You're you're saying how come that's law? That's not law. That's that's legislation. That's that's shit. That's it's created by them. I'm not. There's, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? It's just code. It's rules. It's it's you know what it is. No, no. It's a U.S. You corporation no, creating another corporate document. Yeah, it's oh. just a corporation creating another rule. That's all. No. Okay. Look, guy, I. I I happen to know that, that statutes and codes actually reflect a lot of the common law. They, there are a lot of common law principles embodied within all, a lot of statutes and codes, and they did that on purpose to confuse the fuck out of everybody. Oh, oh you know what? Okay. And that's fine. I'm not going to disagree with you, but let me, let me ask you this one question. Where's the document that I signed that I agreed to those? statutes and codes because you can't just apply them to me out of thin air with no authority right there that's a different story though that's a totally different issue and then that i like talking about stuff like that because now that can we can take that somewhere you know i don't like pointless conversations i like you know when when a, when a person brings up an issue i want there to be an, a way to reason it out you know if yeah, it's unreasonable, absolutely. then I just can't. I, I just can't really tolerate it too often, too much. So. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, go, going back to law, but, you know, we have no Congress. The last Congress we had was the, the 41st, which sold us out and sold us into slavery and let the corporation take over. So they're, all, they're, all they've been doing so after that has been legislation, and they don't follow the Constitution. They're following corporate legislation. Mm-hmm. So that's why the president's always writing. Uh, our presidents are always writing executive orders because we don't have a Congress to actually pass any laws. If if anybody's curious about that, I mean, you could look up the uh, uh, the District of Columbia Organic Act, the eighteen seventy one. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much when they turned DC into corporation. No, 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 no. That's not what I believe. It was a corporation before that. The whole of America was, it was all corporations. All those colonies and states getting together like that, 
you know, those were all corporations, and then they got the whole confederation thing going on. But the 1871 Act, in my view, right, is, and it says plainly in the statute, is to create a separate form of government, right? And that is that form of government is something repugnant to the common law of England, completely repugnant, and it's that's why it's separate, and it's basically the same thing as Roman civil authority. That's what it is. It's the equivalent to that, in my opinion. Basically, American civil civil authority. But it's technically speaking, it's actually federal common law. And that's the same federal common law that actually is used all throughout the world, you know, to determine, you know, the commercial law. You know what I'm saying? But this, why, why do you think we have the dormant commerce clause in there? I, I, now I'm getting off into other issues. Well, what is, I like what is federal say. common law? What is federal common law? <laughs> Explain that, please. Okay. Um, I'll share a document with you, actually, so you can read about it. I'm going to get back into the chat real quick here. Uh, federal common law is basically is commercial law. You know, it's it's commercial law, and it's it's law that basically gives them su- superseding rights. You know, um, so it's man-made. It's man-made. It's created law. It's man-made law. It's not real law. It is. Well, what it, no. Well, what it has. It has everything to do no, with contract, mean. contracting, contracting, and protecting rights of people for creations that they make. You know what I'm saying? And um, like, it's just everything. Everything commerce. That is the federal common law. But not the state common law. That's why Erie Railroad basically was was so pivotal because it, it made a clear identifying marker point, you know, saying, hey, look, there is no federal common law as it relates to the states. But when you go and you look at some of the other material regarding federal common law, what you find is, oh, shit, it's commerce. So there's a difference. Let me let me let me get back into the chat here, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna you're, I think you're gonna really appreciate this document, sir. What, whoever you are. What is your name again? I'm uh, Joe on Indiana. Joe, you're Indiana. Okay. Um, Does this document what, have first-hand knowledge or second-hand information? The document itself has ha, does not know anything. Oh, okay. Cool. But I know for a fact that I, there are words on the paper, and there are words. Basically, these words are are you know written down in a digital format, and so therefore they are real. They are real words in a digital format. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know how much more firsthand you can get than 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 seeing it on paper, it, other than actually being there and living it. You know, but this. Let me read you the first thing here. It says... It, it seems to me like a lot of stuff's being crossed. I mean, does everybody understand what law is? I mean, not not trying to sound like an ass, but I mean... <laughs> I don't law, know. Just tell us what you... What is it? Well, I mean, does law come from God? <clears throat> Basic law, you know, do not kill, do not steal. Basically, do no harm. Anything no, above that, that, anything that above that has been created by society is statutory law. It's, it's not real law. 
It's color of law, and that's my there that's my belief. I'm led to believe almost. I'm, I'm led to believe the same actually. You know, it's all. You know, the the golden rule, the golden thing is just love one another, love thy neighbor, and everything else is just. You know, like like small like small toy uh, toy soldiers. You know, you ever seen that movie? Mm-hmm. It, there's the organized, and then there's the army, the USA, and there's the peaceful inhabitants. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. pretty much everything else is just a toy. That's what I'm led to believe. Well, check check this out. T. E. Russell you was uh, my schoolmate. Did you hear that, Mikey? Not last. The, the 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 guy that plays that the one black the one black kid. The, uh, his name is T. E. Russell. Yeah, he was uh, he was he was one of my schoolmates. Really? Yeah. <laughs> cool. James Otis Elementary. Yep. Nice. All right, back to you. So. Here's a quote, following Erie versus Tompkins, general maritime law has remained the only manifestation of traditional federal common law. Maritime law is consequently the only area in which state law may be preempted by federal purely judge-made law rather than federal legislation or constitutional provisions. Okay. But let me ask, is that going to be then considered like uh, all the federal law between, what was it, 1938? Can you rephrase? What's your, what's your question? Well, I'm, I'm, what they're considering cases that were really decided by, by a real judge. I'm just wondering when that turned into, when it went from real judge to corporate administrator. You know what I mean? Was it 1938, wasn't it? No, that was yeah. Following Erie Railroad, exactly. Maritime law had, was, you know, was basically the only manifestation of the traditional federal common law. Which the point is that it's making is that there are certain areas of law that that's, that are superseded by federal law that states can't get in, no matter what. The, the, you know, there's certain areas about the states just don't dabble in them. So it's it's, it's dominated by federal law. In other words, there's no adequate and independent state grounds for any of that because it's just not an area of law that they cover. Only it's either maritime or ha- having to do with commerce and stuff like that. Usually, that's all. Now, the state now they do have commercial code though in your state. Don't get me wrong, but if that's in all that's all in harmony with the with the U, uh, UCC as well. So state come the UCC came out first, and then the states started adopting the U- uniform commercial codes to fit their own communities and this and that. But they're based on the federal commercial codes, no doubt. Is that, I mean, that's not even that hard to understand. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm not trying to, in, you know, um, uh, how do you say that, pester you by asking you, do you understand? Because I'm pretty sure you do. Uh, but this whole thing about preemption and common law, check it out. Here's an article. I, okay, I finally found the fucking article. I'm going to copy the link and put it in the chat right now. Tell me, tell me, tell me when you see that. Are you in the chat room, sir? I am. Um, yeah, okay, here, check out this link. Tell me if you have any problems opening it.
This is from 2008. It's a Notre Dame Law Review article. Federal Courts, Practice and Procedures, Symposium, Separation of Powers as a Safeguard of Federalism. <clears throat> it's talking about preemption and federal common law. So uh, I wouldn't even know about federal common law if I didn't read this, some of this, these articles, you know. So, but this one is quite lengthy and it's, it's filled with legal jargon, so I hope you can deal with it. <clears throat> but uh, that's for you. Yeah, there, I'll, I'll tab that. I'll check that out. Thanks. Mhm. It, it should expand the way that you look at at at, at how the the federal government operates and what they are uh, able to really. You know. I've I've gotten to the I've gotten to the point where, <clears throat> you know, I'm gonna obviously keep trying to learn more and learn as much as I can and try to help other people, but I, I've just come to the conclusion that I don't think. You know, getting cases dismissed and all that, that's great, but that's not remedy. I don't think anybody's going to get remedy. Uh, yeah, it's like... I, I mean, like I just don't know how. Not not unless we can hold them accountable money-wise. There's got to be a way mm-hmm. where go. we can affect their pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Then we can get some remedy. But yet again, that's is it true? I, I mean, isn't, isn't money all debt instrument? You want remedies? Keep talking. Thought, I'm just going to put something else in the chat. The was, I thought the remedy was to forgive one another and forgive yourself. Isn't forgiveness the only remedy in which relief can be granted? Well, that's true, but what if somebody stole your property? Shouldn't you be compensated for them stealing your property and holding who's it? Fa- and who's fault that's is even, that? Who stole it? How does one steal? How does one thing or someone or a thing steal your house? Well, a bunch of armed men stole things out of a house. You don't think they should be held accountable for that? Well, the, main, the, the, the thing is, now, who who let them? Who allowed that to happen? Yet again, they, the big question, they did, well, who's the problem? Hey, dude, here's something for you question. guys. Okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, can I just stop, wait, hold on. I know, I just Who's... put another link in there, so get that and save it. Oh, okay. I'll save that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all in my... Yeah, like, who's who's the problem? You know, that's that's a big question. A lot of people don't like to answer that. And I know it's a confusing question as well, you know? But you gotta realize yeah, but when, who's the problem. But when the state steals your property... And you're saying forgive? Come on, you know you know you're gonna well, go after the. They, well, they deserve now. something. They deserve to I'm have gonna give you, yeah, some type of. Uh, it goes back to the whole. How can a, how can the state steal anything? How how can something, something that that does doesn't exist steal something unless you allow it to happen? How does that happen? How can something steal? <laughs> Armed men come yeah. to steal something out of your house. What do you do? Well, yeah. aren't they just repre- aren't they just represent- representing the so-called state? Right, but they're still men acting. They're men with weapons who are stealing your stuff against your will. What do you do? You forgive them? Well, it depends how you went about it. Did you have to go to court for it, or they just came to your door and just said, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna we got a eviction notice or some shit and we're going to take everything out no, of the they house. No, they came to the door without an eviction notice, busted the door down, didn't produce any documentation when demanded. 
Obviously, I'm Too speaking bad. for myself. Threw my ass in jail for three days, never charged me with anything. I actually just waited a year and a half to charge me. Stole $40,000, broke into my lock safe, kept the 2,000 rounds of ammo I had in there, but stole $40,000 out of it. I'm supposed to forgive them. They never even would talk to me about it. I had lawyers send FOIA requests to the police department. They denied it. No lawyer will take my case because when they see the paperwork, they run for cover because there's probable cause affidavit and a warrant that has no signature on it from anybody. It's not dated. It's got nothing. It's completely blank. So when the lawyers see that shit, they freak out and go, nope, not touching it. So, and I'm supposed to just forgive that? I don't think so. I'm not that good of a person. <laughs> forgive your brother seven times seven, I'm left to Oh, I'll forgive my brother. It's not about forgiveness, but they still owe me. They owe me my money back, and they owe me compensation for all the time that they took the hit, they held my money because it's caused me nothing but problems. I'm broke because of that. They have everything I had. So, yeah, I should be compensated for that. It, and if they want to do it in the commercial world, then it should be at least three times what they stole from me. At least that's what I believe. There you go. Yeah, I absolutely do forgive the men who did that because, honestly, I don't think they really know any better. They've all been lied to by bar members, you know. But like I say, it's not about the forgiveness aspect. It's about people need to be compensated for that type of stuff. I have a question for you. What was the reason why the lawyer was saying he wasn't going to touch the thing you said? You had you said a bunch of lawyers were looking at it. As I, I said, I, I called, I called every lawyer in four different states, and I'm not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. I called every law firm in Indiana, Illinois, California, and Wisconsin. I called mm-hmm. everywhere, and uh, I eventually got one in Chicago who was interested, but his boss wouldn't let him do it. And then it was like six months later he got his own. Uh, he started. You're not telling me why, though. I'm, I'm just. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just want to know what what was the thing. I don't please don't tell me a long story because you're going to get my thoughts gotcha. off on something. Okay. So what's the thing again? That what was the thing in, that they were looking at? They they go, oh my god, no, I'm not talking with that. Uh, whenever I the minute I show them the uh, probable cause affidavit and the warrant that they got after they searched my house and took me to the county jail. The minute they see the paperwork, that's that's it. Oh, and there's, there's so many defects in it? Yeah, there's a... Look, I, I'm, you, I'm, if you study the law, then you got to know probable cause affidavit has to have a uh, 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 sworn oath by the officer. It's got to mm. be signed. And then, right. then, then a judge has to sign it. It's got no signatures on it. I've got blank documents. Oh, yeah. It, you know what? Yeah, because if they... Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> and, and here's what I did. Yeah. So I, this is the best part. I was so happy when I got these documents. I told my lawyer, I'm like, boom, now we got these assholes. 
I pulled up Indiana statutes. I pulled up case law. I pulled up Supreme Court case law from Indiana that supports what the statute says, that there has to be signatures. It has to, you know, be notarized, court sealed, the whole deal. And I bring that to the attorney, and three days later, he drops me. This was after he was already supposedly going to help me. He had been my attorney for like six months, and he already knew something was weird was going on when they gave him the, the – when he got the FOIA request back, he's like, this is really, really, really strange. So mm -hmm. I told him, I said, there's a lot of public corruption here. But anyway, by the way, that sheriff who stole my house and all this happened, that sheriff now is doing 18 years in federal penitentiary for public corruption and bribery. Wow. Yeah, it's real corrupt yeah. over there in northwest Indiana. I'm sure it's um, everywhere. Well... So what are you, what are you, like, what are you, what's been your most, so, okay, so look, and rather, I, I mean, then, then listen to you explain to me about your remedies, because it doesn't sound like you have any, but I'd like to hear what, what, what have you come close with? What, like, see, Mike told me a story about him getting into court and then getting, you know, a failure to appear thing and then having to be told to sit down by the judge, and I learned something from what his, 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 he told me. You, and he has like a remedy that he's using, it, and that's why he was like touting that. Right? So my question is, do you have something like that? Is there something that you believe in? And I, my questions and my line of questioning are are not because Lawson says I'm an FBI agent. I'm just very, very peculiar. Okay, I lo I love analyzing the law, and <clears throat> I love picking people's brains, and I want to know what you think is your remedy. So this way, I can I can verify. And tell you, yeah, that sounds feasible for entertainment purposes only, or no, it doesn't for entertainment. You know, my my remedy is going to be the same anytime I'm ever called into court. Is who's making the claim? Because that's where it all. Who's making the claim? Yeah. What if there's no injury? What if there's no injury, harm, or damage, or money, money thing? So it's not a claim, right? Then it's a, then it's a complaint. Okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's, what, that's what the state brings. The state, the state doesn't bring a claim against you because I've, I've asked them that. Yeah, they always say, this isn't a claim, this is a complaint. Well, who's making yeah. the complaint? And, and who, who's, the, who's the plaintiff who filled out the complaint and signed their name to it? Because if it's the attorney, the attorney just committed fraud, and now the court is aware of it. Now the magistrate or judge is aware of it. But see, asking who is the one that's making the complaint is actually not shifting the burden of proof. No. Oh, yeah, it is. It's not. How? Well, How who's, bringing the, who's bringing the controversy? Yeah, somebody, called, somebody called me to well, court, yeah, and it says are, on the piece not, of paper, mm -hmm. it says on the piece of paper, the state of Indiana. Is the state of Indiana here? No, his representative's here. Okay, who's his representative? You are. Okay. Did you talk to the claimant? Did you, did you, you talk to the plaintiff? Do you have firsthand... Do you have... Have you talked to them? Do you have is the plaintiff here? Did he, is the did the plaintiff write out the uh, the complaint? Did they sign their name to it? Were you witness to it, or did you write it out? They have to answer those questions. Or better yet, you know, is, have you talked to the have you talked to the one making the claim? And, and if you have, cool. Can you bring them in here so we can talk about it? Right. That that not, no. You guys are so focused on the wrong thing, in my opinion, because you're not actually. Focusing on the jurisdiction aspect of it, like they don't even have the permission to control your movements at all. So why would you even be in there 
entertaining so what them. What would you do? What would you do? <laughs> Let's hear your side. What would you do? In what scenario? The same scenario you just we, we were just talking about. Would you not go to court? Then? Yeah, that's right. I would probably not go to court. But, and then, now, if, knowing that I had the that that I had this knowledge now about <laughs> default judgments, depending on what the charge was, I would. I mean, it depends. I mean, I might go. It just depends. But, but, but see, here's the problem. Here's the problem if you don't go. Whether you like it or mm-hmm. not, at some point during your life, you gave people mm-hmm. your Social Security number and you said, yes, this is me. And here's the biggest thing. If that's not you, why have you been opening somebody's mail your whole life that does not belong to you? Well, exactly. the reason is is because that's your allegiance. That person was created for you by the state to use in commerce. If I were to go to court now... I would, and they say, call up the name. I would say, that's my person, and treat it as such. It's a separate entity. It has nothing to do no, with me not. physically. No, it's it not absolutely true, is. It's a legal no, entity. No, it's not. Found it. Hey, prove it then. I have proof. Okay, that it's just not. get it. Get on. Get on Google and type in Legis. Type in what in Legis? No, you tell me what to look for, and I'll go look for it. What do you mean, what to look for? Look, I can. I you, have evidence on my phone. If I look it up, and I'm sitting here listening to you, and I'm not searching through my files. But do they you, not call it a legal about, name? Uh, hold on a minute. Hold on, hold on. You try to say that the legal, it's a, legal, a separate legal entity, and I have pretty good knowledge that it's not. God, name I wish is nothing my, more. I wish, a name. I, a name is nothing more than uh, a tool used to keep track of the debts and the assets of a decedent. I, I said that wrong. Let me let me look it up real quick. But I'm, the point I'm trying to make to you is that it's not a separate legal entity. This is going to blow your mind and you're going to disagree. You are the legal entity. You're the one that has the right to contract, not the, not the fiction. You contract through your legal entity. Man cannot contract with no, no government. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. Yeah, and there's old, there's old case law too. I wish my that's computer didn't get wiped out. Right there. I've never. No, there is, is old so you're case saying you law. You don't have a right to contract at all. Man has a right to contract, but you, to weigh the contract, you have but to go through you your are. person. You are man. If you want to operate in the commerce in the commercial system that they set up. Then you have to use that commercial vessel. That they if not, that. they won't let you play. You mean the one that's been around for like five thousand years? It changes with every society. You talking about they set it up? They set up this commercial like that? system. It's window cleaning tools. They only start. You know, <laughs> they've, only, they've only been issuing birth certificates in your all capital name since the '60s. It hasn't been going on for hundreds of years. They change their slavery tactics all the time. Hmm. Bro, but you're switching the point because of this whole thing. The name is not a separate legal person. Then, then how, why is it when again? you look up the definition of person and never says man? Yeah, it's a corporation. It's a dead entity. Right. Corp. Yeah, and it was created by the state. That's why it's called legal names. Created by the legal yeah. society. Exactly. I didn't create it. Exactly. So what is all that hoopla bullshit about? All that fucking. What I'm trying to tell you is that 
the legal person, right, is, in other words, is you. The only time no, legal not. fiction, hold on, hear me out, please, because you're going to benefit from this, I believe. The only time legal fiction be, gets involved is when you are dead. When you're dead, the name is now, it's basically an estate. It's what's called an estate. It's part of an estate. But you, when you have a will, now you have an estate. But you don't have an estate until you have a will. You know, you have property and things. You know. All right, well, then why because are you governed by codicil? You're governed by codicil. You're governed, governed by code. The name is governed okay. by code. That name is dead from the source because it's just a name. Yeah, the name's just a I, Go ahead. No, after you. I mean, I, I'm, I just found the folder I was looking for, so I'm going to help you all out right now. Uh, I'm going to believe the name just Oh, here we go. I just, found, I just found it. Sorry, can I read this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, this is from uh, California Decedent Estate Practice. Uh, section 29.1, a estate, ca- estate cannot sue or be sued. Uh-oh, the estate cannot sue or be sued. So if the, if, if the legal name is a separate legal entity and is an estate, well, it can't even be sued. An estate can't be sued or be sued. Okay, here we go. Except for tax purposes, right, an estate is not a legal entity that can sue, be sued, or hold title to property in that name. Estate is merely the term to indicate a decedent's total assets and liabilities, even though in legal writings and decisions the term is frequently used as if it were a legal entity. <laughs> That's from Dorland versus Dorland, 1960. God damn, I love this shit. Before my computer got wiped out, I had case law from the 1800s that specifically talked and said how the, the they called it the natural person, of course, but they said the natural person is not the same as a legal entity or a legal person. It, there's case law on this. There's old case law, and I wish I had it. But regardless, I mean, you can have your belief. I don't. I don't believe that at all. No, it's I've cool. Seen, it's cool, but I, prove me. What I'd like to do is bring forward the burden of proof on your end. So, oh, I so wish I could. Like, I, I'm, yeah. I've got a barren computer, my friend. I'm, I'm starting over from the beginning. I've got a barren computer. So. Mm-hmm. I just put a link into the chat, so if you have a chat board open, click that link right there, and it's going to take you to one of my files in my Google Drive. It's right there, and it's if you look at the first paragraph right there, it even goes into later on down. It says um, a suit, a suit by or against the estate, is brought or, or defended in the name of the personal representative on behalf of the state of the estate. See, absent special circumstances, and they got the codes for that. A personal representative who is unlicensed to practice law may not appear in propria persona on behalf of the estate in general civil proceedings. Got a case for that. A trustee unlicensed to practice law was able to appear in appropriate persona because he was the trust's sole settler and beneficiary. Whoa! So what's wrong with being the trustee if you if if you're the sole settler and beneficiary? 
See, this case law right here doesn't paint being a trustee in a bad light, but everything that you guys are saying about trustees does paint it that way, kind of, sort of. And we were talking about the trustees thing earlier. I, the reason why I do this whole thing with this, like, p- pinning things up against each other and playing devil's advocate is because I like this dissonance. I need to find out what the fuck is going on. And the only way to do it is to actually have these concepts right next to each other, you know? I always play devil's advocate. Yeah. Hopefully you guys appreciate what I'm helping you out with or sharing with you. If not, no matter. I'm still, I'm still having fun. This is fun. Um, let's see what uh, you're reading also you, you got to keep in mind too you're reading California statutory law you're reading code here you're not reading old case law law that was decided by a judge so I'm I'm going by even though I don't have the documents anymore the links to back up what I'm saying I go by what I have already know that I've studied seen and read this to me this well, is just code this isn't law it doesn't even apply Sir, sir, do you understand what you're saying right now? Because you're saying that code is not good. It's not good law. Code is what not is law at all. <laughs> you don't know what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm from I, I, the word codicil. Codicil who? is what's written who? in wills. Codicil is only written wrong. for the dead. And not I know true. that because I've Donaldson. Dawson, I think you, you need to start listening to this guy for a little while, then, you know, just let him do his thing, and then uh, he can get to eventually. That's fine. There you go. Just, well, let, you him go. just let him Well, you can just let him, that's your just opinion. Let him go with Are you asking me, are you asking let me to let the gentleman it. speak? Pretty please. Would you? I want to hear from sure, I, I, hear I don't guy. have a problem with that. I don't have a problem. Yeah. Sure. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. There you go. Go ahead. They want to hear you talk about Codicil. Yeah, I was just going to put a link. I was just going to put a link in the chat room so you can just see the definition of it. Please do. I don't listen. First of all, I don't like how Money Mike just came in and pinned you and me against each other. I support you, sir. And as a matter uh, of fact, I'm behind you and I love what you're doing. Okay, so fuck oh, what and you I, just and said. I feel the same way. And I, I always right, play so, devil's advocate, yeah. advocate because that's the only way we really learn is we got to study all sides of it. Yeah. There, Money Mike. Oh, whatever. Put that, you know, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Actually, I'm going to, I want to shut up though, because I want to hear what they want to hear you speak. So maybe you have something valuable. Well, all I'm saying is that code is what's made up by man. It's what's their common law. Uh, but code is made. It's short for codicil. And if you look up the definition of codicil, it's what's used in wills. And everything that is written about our legal name that applies to that legal name is all codicil, all of it. So I'm only going by what I'm reading. I mean, if somebody's got something to the contrary, I'm all ears completely. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, in a sense, you could also look at it, you know, the code is nothing but the way I think about it is all pretty much artifice, you know, like artificial. It's like artificial uh intelligence for the artificial person well what is code? what is code first of all explain what do you mean uh, all the statutes all that common law all that Mm, admiralty mm, bullshit mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know that's That's all all artificial artifice you know 
It's all the Those are rules. Those are rules made okay, up, the rules? and the people that are going to be within that society to follow <laughs> rules are under agreement to do it. There you go. All right, I'm gonna. I, I yield. You guys have fun. I'll be. I'll be right here listening. <laughs> this is entertaining. Yeah. All right. Perfect. And so, yeah, I mean, that's. And if you want to go this whole roundabout, they want to go all fucking. I know something. I know something they don't know. Why go there? Why not just stick to the simple truth? It's fucking who's making the claim, and you know I'm here for them. You know how can the if you're not making any claim. And the other person any making claims, what the fuck are you doing in there? Think about right. it. Could that lady, could that balancer, I mean, the statue, you know, you've ever seen that that uh, statue of a so-called lady with a blindfold on her, and she has these so-called uh, weight balance, you're balancing something? I don't know if you've ever seen that, but pretty much, you know, all that shit is, you know, statues, whatever, you know, it's all made up, but I, I think it all has a meaning, you know, the statues pretty much, how can the... In, in, in order for them to make a claim, right? Her job, her job was supposedly to oppose, to oppose claims. And her her so-called name is Themis, and she's some type of Greek goddess or something. But uh, her 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 job was to oppose, to oppose claims. And so that led me to believe is, hey, if there's no claiming on one one side of the weight, and there's no claiming on the other side of the weight, what is there to weigh? Right. Well, the whole thing comes down to who's somebody's saying something about me to get me here. So who's saying it? There's nobody there to say it. Then why the hell am I here? Exactly. It's just that simple. And you know that's why it's it's, instead of saying I'm using my name, you guys should be saying who's using my name. Who's using my name without my permission? Basically, I mean, you go into the court and you're like. I heard you guys are using my name. What's up? No, uh, you're going to say there's a mistake. Somebody there, somebody out there who knows who is making the claim that you made a claim on that name. Right? So that no, 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 no. Out- Stop. Your words are being confusing, okay? You can't keep saying claim. Do you understand? Claim means money and injury. In other words, if you have a claim, you ha- you expect money because you're injured. That's a claim. Well, aren't they asking for money every time you go to court? It's the first thing they ask. But you. they're you making have a bank a claim account? then, not you. How much, the how much money do you claims. have? <laughs> Guys, you understand what I'm saying. They, they're the ones making the claim against you, right? Meaning for money, right? For the crime or whatever, right? So the state is the one who's doing it. It's, it's that they don't have jurisdiction over you to tell you what to do, to control you. So shift the burden of proof over to their asses to prove that they have jurisdiction. That's all you have to do. It's not fucking hard. So what are you going to go in and say, hey, prove you have jurisdiction, or what, what are you talking about? No. The way to do it is you don't fucking follow... You let them enter any fucking default judgment. This is one way of doing it. And how do you the know... Default, because once you get a default judgment, that proves injury. Because now they've made a judgment against you. See what I'm saying? And basically, you you know that there's a defect within the pleadings because they've they've never made a jurisdictional statement on the thing. They don't have they have no record, no evidence of any minimum contact or anything of like that. And you can prove that. See? But this is this is important. It's part of the process. This is their system, and this this is part of the process in their system for how to 
challenge the jurisdiction or how to at least overcome, okay, the obstacle of personal jurisdiction. Do you believe in overcoming obstacles, Jedi Mikey? Well, if there's a claimant, I mean, how, what is there? What obstacle is there? Well, I'm, I'm just asking you if overcoming an obstacle is too violent for you, because I know how you you don't want to argue or and you know there's no argument from you. There's no challenging anything, right? You're not going to challenge or argue. Well, it depends right? what you mean by overcome. Do you, by overcome, do you mean helping? I mean, no, you're going to, to overcome it, meaning you're going to be able to rebut, basically, what they're saying. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to basically set, set aside their little statements, and you're going to show the court the truth. Okay, and then how are you going to do that? By making statements or by asking hmm. questions? Or by, by letting, or yeah, by, by getting an injury and then seeking remedy. You can't be, if you're not injured and you show up there generally, there's no injury. Once they make a default judgment against your will, now you're injured because you, you didn't consent to anything. You didn't enter a plea, and they made all these default judgments against you. You never entered a plea. You never gave your name, and they, they issue all these judgments out and put it put it on you. You know? They do, put have, it on the they name do have jerks. They have jurisdiction over you in the beginning, the minute you walk in that door. Yeah. You know, there's if people, I'm sure people here know about the difference between domicile and residency. If you're domiciled in that state, and like I say, you're opening that mail. You know, we're all our mails in all capital letters, so we're opening that mail. We're acting for that name. So they've already got us when we go into the court. That's why... You know, I understand, like, uh, Jedi and Mikey saying, you know, we ask them right away mm-hmm. what the country is, you know, all, uh, ask them whatever we need to ask them. Uh, you know, but the point is, is initially they do have jurisdiction because we're opening that mail, and that's that's in the court. You, you guys know that, too. I mean, the minute you drop something in the court oh, or in the mail, it's in the court. Yeah, but then you also got to think about it, right, that you have an interest. That name you've been... You've been known to use that name, okay? But allegedly on the other side over there, someone's claiming that there's a controversy concerning mm-hmm. the name that you've been known to use, okay? So, because you already have an in- you have an interest because you you use that name, you know, for your uh, to transmitting utility, I believe. So you use it to do whatever you got to do with it. But now somebody on the other side is claiming that there's a controversy. And somehow you owe an alleged debt or some some crap, right? So what you got to go in there is to go in there, hey, you know, no matter of, I believe it's a mistake. You know, where's the, you know, I want to meet the one who's making the controversy concerning me or some shit like that. Most of the time, I think people are getting tickets, right? So I don't know what happens around your guys' courts, but where I'm from, the cops are never there anymore. So really, it would be, you know, instead of getting some in the mail, a lot of us are just getting tickets and we show up and I don't know if uh, the yeah. cops even show up anymore. They don't where I'm from. No, I mean, the, I'm not to believe the first, you know, it's arrangement the first time, and that's when you got to get it, get you got to get it uh, dismissed, discharged, whatever. Um, they got to zero the accounts there. If they don't, then you're going to go to a trial, and then pretty much you just claim, you claim the name pretty much. I'm led to believe. But the first round is where you got to get it settled, is by not claiming anything and ask where's the claimant. 
like I said, how can there be a how can they balance anything if there's no claiming on the defendant or the plaintiff's side? How can they do that? Yeah, have you ever thought about whether or not the statutes apply to you? Rather than sitting there playing the name game, why don't you ask the court, yeah, okay, assuming that I am this person that you claim I am, are you guys sure that the law that you are using applies to uh, me, that you, you're alleging that I am this name, right? So are, have you guys thoroughly analyze whether or not this law applies to me? See, well, that, well, yeah, but, but he's not playing the name because, game. He's asking who the claimant is. You guys. Oh. Yeah, but that's a whole other issue. Listen, he's causing controversy by doing Hold that. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so... Don't do that. Yeah. You're arguing with those people, and you don't even that's realize true. it. That's true. No, it's not my opinion, bro. Bullshit. Oh, have you done no, it? asking a question is not causing controversy. Let me explain yeah, something. You don't go into court asking the questions. You let the judge do it. Oh, Let the okay. judge ask so, questions. Trust me, it's gonna it's gonna think? be much much easier for you guys what? to get through know? it. How do you know this? Because I know. Because I know. How long has it been since you've been in court, Dawson? I don't need go. to go to court to prove this. <laughs> oh yes, you do. No, I fucking uh, don't. Brother. Hey, dude, how you doing? Because I can point. Let, to the let me tell you, things are a lot different when you're standing in front of all those people. And you try oh, to, just you listen, know, it's one, it's listen, one thing guys. to talk about this stuff and try to be slick, but when you're in front of them and your life's oh, on the line, oh God, you're so it's funny. a lot different. I'm not trying to be slick, dude. I'm just reading stuff that I've learned. And I'm also oh, looking at the no, that's, that's, that's good to know. <laughs> you're just reading. Yeah, okay, well, I'm, I'm comfortable now. You guys I'm pretty comfortable you. now. You all that you're only just reading things, thing. okay? Once upon all a time, there were two judges. When you go into court, and those people right. who have been yeah. to court who have experience, like, like Judd and Mikey, right? I would be listening to him first way long before I'd ever listen you to you. That's just, that's, I'm just being honest. But you're taking this in all the wrong direction right now. Let me ask you you're, a question. You're, you're turning you, it into let me an attack on me. No, no, you're I'm turning this into an attack against me. Let me ask and you a simple that. question. No, I'm not going to answer question. any of your questions. I'm let not answering you your questions. Question. You, you can ask what you well, want, then, Well, then I'm let, not gonna let, answer. Me ask, let me ask Jedi Mikey a question. Go ahead, Rudy. Let me ask. Okay. Say, uh, say your air conditioning broke. Would you call an air conditioning tech repairman to come fix it, or would you call an auto mechanic? You would call the uh, air conditioner, wouldn't you? Yeah, because that's what he does. He's done that. You're not going to call somebody who... Why would you listen to somebody who's never been to court mm-hmm. and opposed to somebody who's been to court a tons of times who have actually done this stuff? That's for some third option. Exactly. Especially because going to court and going to jail is so good. If you do that, then you have experience. Yeah, I've been there too, brother. Right, and therefore people that don't go to court don't have experience, and therefore they don't know and have no. They, their words are weightless. Hey, until you try it out, brother, how do you, how would you ever hire? You so you're saying my words carry no weight because I haven't gone in and and done it. Hey, my people suffer. Now that's from a, a fucking knowledge. presumption from hell. From it's a presumption. I don't think that it's he's saying it's no weight. I don't so think that he's saying that it's no weight. It's just that it's Thank not you. nearly as much weight as of somebody who's been there and done it. And believe me, I'm not scared of anybody, and I still get nervous when I go to court. And you know what? Even regardless of that, there's a lot of things going on in there, and sometimes you forget things and you make mistakes. It does make a huge difference with having experience there. 
This is why you don't want to play it by ear, going in there doing any question asking and oral argument. It's good to have some, you know, skills at oral argument, how to how to proceed orally in court, not verbally, because I'm not talking about verbally. That's writing, writing, you know. But if you're if you're there and you're doing, you know, fake, you know, direct like engagement with with the people there, you know, you're talking to them and stuff. That's called. That's what the courts call oral argument, you know, when you're dealing with something. So for the sake of oral argument, you don't want to be, uh, like, in the court, in my opinion, okay, like, asking tons of questions unless you're in a dialogue. You're not in control of the court. You see what I'm saying? You're not in control. You're just there to help, remember? So what, So you wouldn't go in the court asking questions? I didn't say that. I said I I could ask questions, but it would it depends on the timing as well as what this what the situation is, what's like what's what's happening, whether or not I will just ask a question and respond, you know. Because if I don't understand what the judge is 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 requesting from me, I'll ask, well, what do you mean by this or that, or what is this right here, what is that right there, you know? And they'll be like, oh, that's that. So what okay. if you what if you went to court for a traffic ticket and I'm the judge and you're the defendant and I said state your name? State my name, Jeremiah. State your full name for the record, please. Sure. Blah blah blah. There it is. I'm let just the record reflect. What you do if you let the record reflect. Let the record Wait. reflect I, that I've just stated my name into the record. And the judge has now not has failed to ask, has failed to address any other issues. So I guess the business is done. Well, somebody's calling up this legal name, and you're here for it. Are you? You're not that person, then. Well, he's been charged. So there you go. Please no, I never said that. What, what, are you, what are you asking me? What are you asking me? If you want to role play, sir, you have to let me know that you're going to role play with me. Okay. I'm just asking okay. if you're going to be the defendant or not, or what, like, what are you going to say? No, look, let's role play, bro. Okay, let's let's role play. So I go. I'm too tired to role play. <laughs> well, that's what you were doing just now. Yeah, I know. Okay. It, it's, a, it's a real quick one. So, okay. I mean, I I show up as a, in a general way, okay, to a traffic court. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Hi. Did I just say? Uh, um, you're being charged. The, the, they'll he'll read your name off and say you're being charged. With blah blah blah. Say your name for the record. My name is uh, blah blah blah. Okay. And then at that point, I mean, are, are, you're not going to ask anything. They're just going to say, "How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty?" Yeah, no, because I made a general appearance. I've given up for. In other words, when did you say that? Here's the thing. No, just by showing up to their court, that is a general appearance. That's, that is one way of giving them personal jurisdiction over you. Through your conduct, they're going to perceive what you want to do. So by showing up, you're, you're giving them personal jurisdiction. And so I would listen to what you're saying, and I was, I was responding appropriately. Because I, no, I knew that I already gave you personal jurisdiction, so I don't have a problem. I'm not going to contradict myself. I'm not going to be double-minded, see? Double-minded would be me playing the name game and saying you don't have personal jurisdiction, especially when I made a general appearance, see? 
See, now I'm contradicting myself right there in the middle of the court, and I could get straight thrown in jail for that. So no contradictions and no double-mindedness. Okay, but the state is still charging you. So how do you plead? <laughs> yeah, but see, you go back to the role-playing again. You can't just start from there. The state Sir, is charging I'm not playing you. Games. How do I the state so here is issuing a complaint against you. How do you plead? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not... I don't, I'm not going to enter a plea. Okay, well, are are you so-and-so? Are you the defendant? Yes. Yep. You're not going to enter a plea? Nope. Well, I guess I'll throw you in contempt. How about 30 days? <laughs> well, see, the thing about it, what, what you think, come on, what other, route, what other route would the judge take besides that? I don't know. That's usually my route, man. <laughs> 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 no, really, I am pure. I am just curious, thirty so days. I, I just, Seriously, just, just come on. Have pity on us. At least ninety. Give him at least this ninety. This is Donaldson. You got to put Donaldson in jail for longer than thirty. But seriously, though, I mean, at some point, you got to be asking who's who is filing, no. who's making this complaint against you. You're really not going to ask no. that. Wow. Nope. You know why? Because it brings up issues that are. I can I can assume and presume that it's the state because I have legal, you know, I have a legal mindset, right? So just by having that, and he doesn't know that I have that. The judge doesn't know that, but that's my little secret weapon. It's 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 important. My privacy is very important. So when I'm when I'm there and they don't know that I have legal not you know a legal mindset or a legal researcher's mindset, <laughs> and I go and I accept all their offers, and then allow them to enter a default judgment in, you know, pleading, meaning entry of a plea, which is basically the same thing. He's going to judge that I have said something like, you know, that I'm not guilty. And that that's basically, that's not my choice. That's not by my consent. See, so there's, I don't even have to take that. I can appeal that later. That's, that's something that can be dealt with later. Like I said, I, I'm just there to help them and they can enter a, a default judgment. That's fine. I don't mind. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm so about that because I really believe that I haven't been injured yet. I, as a matter of fact, I showed up there generally, and therefore there's no injury. I'm not in handcuffs. And until they enter a default judgment somehow, like I'm entering a plea for my, on my behalf or something like that, I haven't been injured. So once they do that, that's when I can actually start to have an effect. And what I would probably do with this knowledge is I would have my motions ready because I know about general personal jurisdiction and granting that. I know that I've already entered into their jurisdiction and I'm giving them jurisdiction to settle the matter as well as I'm there to help. And then, so I'm going to go ahead and do a motion to quash for lack of personal jurisdiction after he enters a plea on my behalf. You're going to let the judge enter a plea on your behalf? After that, yeah, because that's basically default, yeah. A, that's the same thing as a default judgment. Anyone who answers the plea enters the plea on my behalf, uh, except uh, bears all liability. Yeah, I mean, you get what I'm saying, though. I mean, that's like, nothing I can be. What are you trying to say, Mike? Whoever, whoever enters a, basically, uh, anyone who's entering a plea is uh, except uh, uh, what was it? Um, you know, anyone who's entering a plea on my behalf. Uh, 
uh, bears a liability or accepts all that, assumes all liability. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, that's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> no, I'm not to believe the same thing. I asked the judge once. Hey, I guess they're they're becoming a claimant at the same time, are they not, or no? Yeah, they're coming down the bench at that time. Yeah. They're acting as legislation. They're, that's against the uh, uh, so-called their laws. The, the balance of power or some bullshit, power balance or something like that. Um, but, yeah, that's what well, we can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got that. Yeah, they, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm well, that was good practicing liable. law okay. from the bench. to be acting on your behalf without your consent. Yes, exactly. And I can Man, God damn it. This guy's sharp. He could be acting as a, you know, who knows he acting as a public defender. Who's he acting as? I thought he was acting as a judge. Now he's coming down the bench. That's against the power of, uh, fuck, I forgot what that shit's called. But anywho, uh, you know, well, you no, can always He's a trustee. That's the power he's a trustee, of the remember? No, you made a general appearance. Guess what, remember? General appearance, using the name, which is held by the state. He's the trustee, remember? So he has the right and the, and the authority and the duty to enter a plea on your behalf. To help settle the matter, he is also a co-administrator on that on that estate, if you will. Okay, he is co-administrator, he or she, and therefore the entrance of a plea on your behalf is not necessarily um, a default judgment, right? However, it is against your will, and therefore anything coming after that is basically the result of like. The court's doing whatever it wants based on default. And based on doing the same process that it normally does when people do what you do. And that's called, they just default to whatever they normally do when shit happens like that. Okay. And there's rules for that. I'm just, I, I, I'm bringing it up because I, I think you guys should know that by me agreeing to that, like, think, think about this, like, I got a failure to appear right now, okay? Even though the cops told me to my face two days ago that I don't have any warrants, okay? After they ran my ID. I got this, de- this, this, this failure to appear. That's a default judgment. It's been over six months. It's been over a year, so it's way past the statute of limitations with regard to uh, effecting remedy under the civil code for challenging personal jurisdiction. The only way to beat that is to toll the statute of limitations for lack of legal capacity go back in, and then challenge personal jurisdiction with a motion to quash from the very beginning, like non-proton style, you know? That's, that's really the way that I would do that right now. Like, there's no other remedy that I have ever found, you guys, to deal with failure to appear other than going in again and understanding the civil codes where it says default judgment and then you just come back in. But see, with a special remedy like tolling, it, that's only because you went beyond the statute of limitations. So you need to toll if you go beyond the statute of limitations. So you do two motions, one for tolling and one for motion to quash. And you've done this? No, this is just the procedure in California. I've, lo- I've read the paralegal manual. Well, I think it needs to be tested. <laughs> sure. You've got to get your feet wet there, huh? Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, I, I'm not. I'm you not guys don't have to believe it. Yeah, don't believe it. I think they're go making a lot of good points. Throw in the middle of the road. Tell me if you come back. But if, does it sound good? <laughs> but does it sound good? 
Well, look at it this way. How was how that corned beef sandwich with all the fat in it? Not good. But I'm asking <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. <laughs> you need to order more corned beef, man. Now, if, I didn't. By the way, I was going to go to Tommy's joint tonight and get another corned beef sandwich, but I thought about the fat from last night, and I said, nah. Expand on your but menu. I or get some tacos. I got a, a, a carne asada burrito. No, there you black go. Beans, black beans and, and cheese. I also had some really good juice today. I had a bunch of, like, elixirs like from the juice shop. Like a, I had some blue-green algae. A drink that gives you basically energy and improves your uh, your, your respiration, as well as like some turmeric. It's like a anti-inflammatory, like elixir, fresh, fresh, all fresh stuff, organic. And then uh, this other drink, you know, I don't know, some green shit, all kinds of like good shit. I felt so energized all day today. Right now, I'm I'm super fucking like I'm lit. I just feel. I'm getting, I'm getting tipsy. I'm getting drink. I'm drinking. I'm just, we're talking about the law. You know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really, I'm kind of. I wanted to talk to you guys real quick about this one thing about cannons. You know, cannons, and uh, those cannons are things like, you know, that that uh, that kind of determine the way that that uh, we interpret, okay, and we move in the, in everyday life when it comes to the legal world. And some canons are used to help uh, interpret types of statutes, types of statutes, by the presumed policy uh, behind those statutes. So canons are used to help interpret types of statutes by the presumed policy behind the statutes. Like an example would be like, uh, is a penal statute, a penal statute should be strictly construed. That's a that's a canon. So, if a pen, the canon is that the penal statute should be strictly construed rather than narrowly, right? So this means that that if it is not clear whether the language of a criminal statute or a civil statute that imposes a penalty, if it's not clear whether it applies to a particular defendant's conduct, the statute will be see that. Fucking, this is key right here. If it's not clear whether it applies to a particular defendant's conduct, the statute will be interpreted narrowly. You see, narrowly in favor of the defendant. See, that that is, it will be interpreted not to apply. Whoa, think about that. If if you get that, if you can prove that the statute doesn't apply to you, then they use this thing called like a narrow interpretation rather than a broad one. You know to, you know, in your favor. It's actually in your favor. Broad interpretations usually are not in your favor, but narrow ones, when when dealing with criminal or civil statutes, imposing penalties, um, the statute gets interpreted narrowly in favor of the defendant. I mean, that's just based on this canon, a penal statute should be strictly construed. Strictly construed. Meaning, it, they need to. They need to. The, the elements of the statute, all the elements have to be met in order for it to actually apply. Which is why I brought up the other thing with the earlier with regard to the elements of 
I forgot what it was. But Hopefully this is entertaining for you guys. I mean, I'm not just trying to entertain you, but I want to let you guys all know where I'm coming from with this. There's all types of different canons out there, but check this out. This type of construction is based on the policy that people should have fair warning of the conduct that is punishable. Other canons of this type are statutes and der- like this, quote, statutes and derogation of the common law should be strictly construed, which is a somewhat outdated canon, and remedial statutes should be liberally construed. If the remedial statute is one that changes the common law, uh-oh, what? What did this thing say? Oh, let me read it again, you guys. It said, remedial statutes should be liberally construed, period. If the remedial statute is one that changes, is in derogation of, the common law, however, such as a Workers' Compensation Act, then the two canons' presumptions conflict. You will find that the opposing lawyers often can can supply a conflicting interpretation based on another canon. So the, the, well, my point from reading this one is to show you guys that they are using statutes to embody common law. Like, you know, statutes embody the common law. You see, they, they, because if the statute is in derogation or goes away from it, Then, then you have to you have to make sure that, like for, again, this one step, this one canon statutes in derogation of the common law should be strictly construed. Any statute that goes away from the common law strictly construed. What does that mean? Oh, that it's going to be narrowly construed in in favor of the defendant. It means you can look at all the elements and make sure that this thing applies. Which means the personal jurisdiction thing is going to come in into play right there, you guys, based on these two canons. Uh, hey, I have a question. Money, Mike. Money, Mike. Money, Mike. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hey, are you gonna, are you gonna have your call tomorrow? Tomorrow? Tomorrow's not. Tomorrow's not Thursday. No, tomorrow's. I'm actually gonna be working tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday. Uh, hmm. No, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be busy tomorrow. You can do a call tomorrow night. I'm gonna share what? this with you guys. Put this in the chat room. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry about that. Oh, it's fun enough. All right, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna, go ahead. Yeah, I won't be able to do anything anymore. Um, I'm going to be busy for a while yet. Uh, uh, if I happen to have one, it'll be very impromptu, and I don't know if I'll notify anybody. It might be on. I'm off Sunday. Oh. I'm off I'm off Sunday, but that's the only day I'm off. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm going to end the talk show with a... With a theme song, mm. I guess I'll stick around. Well, first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. I can said, "Get the fuck out of there!" All right, anyway. Let <laughs> <laughs> me post this link in the chat. Too. That's the only really hey, good hey. word I've learned from Ben. Other from this day in sports history, Benning flow. All right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 